Welcome to the Out of the Basement Podcast with Devin Turak, Patrick Gleason, and Paul Sanders. And now, here's the show. And welcome to episode 48 of the Out of the Basement Podcast. I am, as always, Devin Turak, and we're sitting here with uh, Patrick Gleason. Cheers, cheers. 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 And Dwayne's here to join us as well. And just to, just to demonstrate, I've been hanging out with these guys too long. I actually have a beer in my hand. Yep. yep. So, uh, yeah, Pat found this Irish Bach. Shamrock. Shamrock Bach. It's in preparation for, uh, for St. Patrick's Day, Patrick's Day which is coming Day. up. Um, I'm not traditionally a fan of Bachs, but uh, let's give this a shot. It's actually not too bad. It's not too uh, hoppy or malty. It's a little malty. Not as much as some of the other stuff we've had. True, true. We've, we've had some pretty shit malt before, but... Um, uh, it's it's okay. It's not something I drink regularly, but it's a special occasion, so yeah. no problem. Yeah. And even though this is uh, 48, and it has been too long since 47, right? We actually have a fair amount. I've watched some movies. Oh and my TV god, shows. I have watched so much watch. to talk about today. And, and Dwayne's going to be here for comic books. Well, he's right. also going to criticize us <laughs> on, uh, <laughs> on our commentary for, for <laughs> one, of my, one of my areas of expertise. Come on, give and also, like you said, he's going to criticize us for uh, forty-seven where yeah. we made mistakes. Well, yeah, we just we totally just I went can't off the I can't do a proper critique of forty-seven. It only came out this morning. True. I only listened to twenty minutes of it as I rode over here in the car. <laughs> Fair enough. So, <laughs> well, de- but there's a couple of things that I violently disagree with. Yeah. But <laughs> okay, so let's. Before we get onto the comic book side of what we did wrong last episode, <laughs> let's do our week of the hobby. So, Pat, let's start with uh, you. Well, hobbies, unfortunately, I haven't done too much because with school and other stuff. I've been also, I, I uh, did a uh, blitz of Dominion and a whole bunch of other stuff on Netflix recently. So, okay. I haven't really done too much gaming except for with uh, Dwayne's and my friend Patrick Ramsay. One of the, you mm-hmm. know, the, the original founders. Your friend or Patrick Ramsay? Yeah, yeah. He's our a, our friend. friend, yes. Our friend. <laughs> No, remember, also, it's because of Mr. Ramsahoy that mm-hmm. I met well, all I met of you. you. That's what I said, Dwayne. Um, mm-hmm. He's running a 3.5, yeah. and the more and more I play, the more I realize why I don't like 3.5. It well, doesn't, nothing against the people or the... Or the, the it's run. the system. It's the system is where I But if, if you recall, Pat, we spent a fair bit of episode 47 talking about... Why we prefer uh, second oh, yeah. head over yeah exactly. So anyways, okay. that's a lot of dumb I look, I look okay. forward to hearing that. Then uh, I yeah. didn't, I didn't yeah. get that far. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's probably like a, a twenty minute conversation. But now you've you've put up the latest. Uh, the force is not always with you. Right. There's so few episodes actually. Um, well, I put out one episode. Uh, we ended up doing it Tuesday just simply because of hosting issues. We posted too many episodes last last month. Yes. So even though I had uh, episode, I think it was eighteen, ready to go last. Like the Friday before this current weekend, I had to wait until Tuesday before I could the first of the month before I, I could release we're, uh, it. We're hitting problems now where we're starting to do too much. I think it's the problem is uh, the weekly release of the Force Not Always With You. But and I think it's we should continue that. We, we, I agree. Well, uh, I like them. They're they're interesting. You've never listened to one. Beside the point. I've <laughs> <laughs> never listened to one of our podcasts either. It's not the point. <laughs> No, it's still dude. they're still Ooh. good to have out there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, 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 I haven't even listened to one of our podcasts ever. So why should I start now? Um, but so you, that's what the things you've been doing, I think, for gaming. Uh, no, actually, I've done quite a bit. So um, we had that um, that second ed D and D one off shot that I was running for uh, my friend Tara, who's back in town. Yes, and a bunch of the pe- people who play 
in the Star Wars game, in which you came and joined as well. I came as well. and joined as well, yep. So, do you want to talk about that for a bit? Oh, that was, well, again, it was interesting going back to the way days of the, the second, second, second right. ed and stuff like that. It's been a long time since we've had to deal with Thacko. It was that <laughs> oh, yeah. but, it, but it's funny because I remember it, I'm more like, oh yeah, I remember Thacko yep. and stuff like that. And it, it, once you realize how it works, it's actually a dead simple yeah. system. Yeah. And okay, so the way this works is, for those of you who may be a little bit older or younger <laughs> and don't know about second ed D&D, um, the main form of combat revolves around your ability to hit armor class zero. Yeah. So you have a target number that is, that's, your, your Thacko literally means to hit armor class zero. Um, and whatever that number is, you then adjust either up or down depending on what the armor class of... Rolling higher is always better. Always. Uh, sorry. Rolling higher to hit is always better. This is where the thing right. came about, we forgot. For for rolling under your stats happened mm-hmm. a lot where you had to roll lower. Right. But you always wanted to roll high for saving throws or to hit. Right. But then there's times you wanted to roll lower, which made it weirder for some people. Getting but, used to that. But, but no, no, not necessarily, because you want to roll as high as possible without going over. Right, exactly. Yeah. So it's actually very similar to Pendragon. Well, no, you no, want to roll is. as high as possible, possible on a 20 but you, there's except a, a for, target number you don't want to miss. Except for, uh, again, except to, for hit, to hit. To hit. And basically, because the basic unarmored, unguide naked is an AC 10. Right. So AC 0 was actually a, for starting characters, really, really high. Right. So it's something you never see as a starting character. Yeah. No. I mean, like, I think if you were wearing full plate in second edge, you'd be like an AC 2. 2. two. And, then, and then adjusted by your Dex, um, Which actually dexterity. would happen because the, the, the plate... This is actually one thing nice about the second ed D&D. It took into effect how much armor you could wear and how good a dex bonus you would get because they had limitations. Right. Which is also in third ed. It's also, yeah. It yep. To be fair. Um, so it was interesting because that was so to hit AC zero was when you just started calling Thacko. Yeah, Thacko. And, and people, once you get back up, you're like, oh yeah, Thacko. So, and the character sheets you had were nicely arranged because it had the the the, the Thacko range for ACs and stuff like that. Right. So it had the full. Um, it started at ten, it went all the way to zero was the center, and then went down. I think to yeah. minus eight or minus. And nine. again, showing both thieves are not as good as fighters, mages are not as good as thieves to right. hit and all that sort of stuff. So, But at first level, pretty much everyone's... Everyone's 20. 20. Yeah, and that's basically just adjusted by your... Uh, your strength, your strength. Or, or dexterity yeah. if you're using certain weapons. Right, or, for bows. Yeah. Did anyone end up with extraordinary strength? Uh, no. The paladin had 1830, I think. Yeah. Okay. And everything, everyone else was uh, 17 or lower. But we didn't actually play the paladin. Correct. The, the paladin. So we had one. Well, that was funny trying to determine what, who's going to play what. And well, no. The, when I first started um, talking about doing this second ed one off, uh, Tara was insistent that she wanted to play the paladin. Mm. So I created a paladin character specifically for her. And but then we had one player drop out. So I had extra two characters. More, I, I, I initially created one character more than intended. And then you were coming to join the game. So then all of the characters were to get taken up. And then one player dropped out, so again, we had one extra character, and she ended up taking someone, the mage, I think? She ended up taking the mage, mage because yeah. somebody else wanted to play the, the healer. The So anyway, it was yeah. it was a bit of a negotiation, figuring out who was going to play what. But once once we did, I, I think it turned out quite well. It did. I, again, almost died, well, sort of died, but was healed enough to... Well, see, Patty, once again, you played the uh, the gladiator dwarf. Yep. <laughs> so yep. you did what a gladiator, gladiator dwarf, dwarf would was. do. Yep. 
and did the showboating, showmanship thing, yep. and walked the center of a goblin-run village and yep. challenged them. Of course, because... Uh, and then they turned you into a pincushion. Exactly. <laughs> but as a gladiator dwarf, I'm doing the, hey, you know, yeah. uh, you know, I'm not used to this idea of ranged mass combat against me. As, you know, mm. are you not entertained? Come on, face me one-on-one. Right. And, That's yeah, what goblins do. No, I got pincushion. But we still did well. Uh, you were nice to us at the end. I, I was, yeah. It could have it could have been much, much worse. Yeah. Although I, the group dynamic was interesting. Uh, it's always nice to have, play with other people just to see the right. dynamics and stuff like that. Well, it's funny because most of those guys had never played before yes. until the Star Wars game that I'm running. Exactly. And that was, that was weird because I've never run across people like... And done gaming with people who've right. never done... Right. I mean, we've, we've been doing this for 30-some-odd yeah. years yes. now, right? So... Yeah, we've been at it too long. Right? But no, uh, so the, the the couple people that had never played D anD D before, I think you you were right to start them with Second Ed. Yeah, of course. Because um, there's a lot less paperwork and stuff to keep track of. Realistically, I probably should have started them with basic D anD D. Like, like oh, the first like Red Box. D&D. Oh my goodness! Okay, yeah, I'm a ranger. Right. I'm an elf. That's well, my class. Know, I'm an elf. The only problem is right. Exactly. <laughs> there were, there was limitations because we had what five people who wanted to play. Yeah. There really are only four or five. Well, maybe not. There well, was, no. We could have done yeah, fighter, had, thief, well, cleric, mage, and then elf. And dwarf. And dwarf. Yeah. They, they, back in those days, dwarf <laughs> were, and, and elf were their own classes. Right. <laughs> there were not only a race, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no stereotypes. No. So <laughs> it, it, it went well. It was fun. Yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a good game. Uh, and you're planning to do another one when Tara's back? Yeah, so she's planning on coming back sometime in the summer for a visit, and we'll probably either continue the adventure or do another one-off. Oh, yeah. I, I can actually take that adventure for... Th- I have enough material for three more sessions. Yeah, so. And unfortunately, my Pendragon has reached a, an end, not an end, but a... A, oh, a pause. A pause right now, yeah. as we have to... Uh, What's going on? Devram's character, my my fifteen year running, uh, like in real life, and uh, 50, 50, 50, 50 years in game, guy finally died. Yeah, wow. but it's it's and the worst part party. was it, he died when I was away. Yeah, well, it was no, it wasn't just that like that that I called him up to check with if he wanted yeah. to do that. It was what the party did to him afterwards. Yeah, sort of which I. I'm a GM. I, if they want to do things... Yeah, of course. It's not up to you. I don't quite agree with the way they did it. Whatever. But he, he got hosed. His family got hosed and everything. So, of course, everybody got hosed in the, in the thing. And, and so, now, just out of curiosity, mm-hmm. since it's been a while since I did Pendragon, mm-hmm. did you have an heir? Oh, I've um, got 30 heirs. He's got at he's got, one point. Okay. I'm, I'm down to, I think, three. Well, no, don't forget, you also got grandchildren. I do. And you are also in charge of Uther Pendragon, who technically can name your heir because it's the way Pendragon True. I, I could play Uther from now on. Yes, exactly. Which would be an interesting Oh, my one. God. Could you imagine? <laughs> and then uniting the clans and uniting the uh, the lands. Yes. That would be pretty funny. And screw the Romans. Wait, what? Fuck <laughs> you, Romans! <laughs> Go, Celts! <laughs> Britain is for Britons! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that'd be interesting. You can play Uther. No, I'm not going to play well, Uther. Um, I mean, like, if the rest of the Romans screwed you over. <laughs> well, well, they was, did. We, we got that, invaded by Rome. Uh, it was uh, also the, the, well, the, it was the Pict who mostly pushed things, and everyone else sort of went along with it. But the Picts are good, known for being vengeful and, sure. and, and, and holding uh, grudges. It, it's fine. We'll, we'll get back into it soon, oh, but yeah. I just need to take a bit of a break. It was the 70-year-old the guy deciding, yes, I'll challenge the one-on-one champion of God yeah. 
Yeah, that, that did not turn out so well. Yeah. <laughs> it was sort of uh, one, two, also, three. Okay, dust out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, and hats rolling didn't uh, help. No. Yeah. It's just, oh. I do imagine, though, after that many years, your sword skill must have been obscene. No, no, no it wasn't. I think I was up to 21. That's he was it. good at, because he became a general. I was, was the general. Leader. So he was the leader. He was general. He, he had the orate, the battle skills. Yeah. He had a whole bunch of other stuff. Okay. His sword skill was good. But not compared to... Right, someone who's dedicated not to nothing but sword fighting. Yeah. Yeah. And then you said Patrick Ramsoy's roles yeah. didn't do too nothing but study historically then. <laughs> well, pursue it more than study. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You see, it's been 30 years. I cannot find it. Uh, not, not to mention, over the years, I've I had lost a lot of stats. Yes. Yeah. That's right, because yeah. once you get past 35, all of a sudden you start taking roles every year to see if you age. And when you're over 60, and when you're two. over 68, two roles every year. Plus and major you, wounds. And, and you could lose up to like four stats per role. Yeah, three. Three max. Is it max. three max? Three of the max, yeah. Okay. But anyway, but also a lot. major wounds where you, yep. you lost one. So he was a shriveled, yeah. tiny... Remember, okay, Conan the Barbarian, the wizard next to him? Yeah. That's what he would look like. He <laughs> exactly. Like, but... You put me on a horse and in the middle of a battlefield, oh, and I basically fine. I crit on a seven or higher. Yeah, he, he, was, he was he was fine. Oh god! He, as a leader, yeah. they were doing well. It just the, the numbers were against mm-hmm. you and everything. However, yeah. uh, we're on a little hiatus now, so I was the gaming. But again, yeah. So that's been running fifteen years, and there's in still real stuff, life, 15 in real years. life, like Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, what's happened is there's been a new god has been sort of introduced. Sort of through he, their well, actions. Well, he's he's forced it on himself uh, on the world. Yes. Yeah. And on you, but you don't have to. Well, not necessarily have to follow him. You can find ways around it. But the thing is, their own actions, thirty years later, mm-hmm. come back and haunt them for this. Right. Which is what I love most about Pendragon, because it's it's not meant to be a you know your dungeon crawl of the week. Right. Right. It's not weekly episodic. It's seriously long term uh, strategy. Type of game, yeah, and generation too, which is the best yeah. part about it. Well, it's like, yeah, you have grandkids now, so. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Dwayne's been doing the just the 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 D and D. I think. Are you still running your Shadowrun game? Are your yeah? Shadowrun. No, he's no. Uh, I what, what what it is is that uh, we've been doing every second Wednesday gaming mm-hmm. now for several years. Right. I mean, like, I don't know, Pat. It's been ten years at least. Yeah. I'd say. No, probably a little bit longer. It's before I got married. Wow. And it's been that's been ten years. Yeah. So anyway, for the longest time we were doing Exalted Second Edition right. from White Wolf. And that. But then we started branching out doing various different things. So as a break from that's that sort of thing, like uh, Chris Stansbury would do Star Wars D six from time to time, for okay. example. Yeah. And we may end up going back to that eventually. I did Pat, Deadlands for a while. Uh, Pat, for quite a while, um, Pat was doing Deadlands. And that was I want to talk about Deadlands today. Oh, okay. Um, but, uh, so lately, uh, Mr. Ramzo, I expressed an interest in running a 3.5 campaign. Right, so that's running in the same so slot. It's in the same yeah, slot. And also, he's, so, he's got it planned out for almost up to level 20, I think. He's got, like, a, a campaign he's idea got, for up to level 20. Wow. Yeah. It's on a world that uh, you guys he created. came up with and we developed in collaboration yeah. right. with us, uh, largely with Pat. I didn't have very many ideas, I'll confess. But that's not that's not my strength. Mm-hmm. That's why I stopped um, GMing a while back. I did a, I did a bit of it 
down in D&D, actually. But coming up with plots, I suck. <laughs> so for Shadowrun, they have this series called Shadowrun Missions. Mm -hmm. um, it's officially sanctioned. You're supposed to be able to take a missions character into any missions game okay. anywhere. Like they, yeah. they have rules to keep things even. Okay. Um, but uh, so we did, we've done two episodes. Yeah, two full episodes. Two full episodes yeah. of Shadowrun Missions Season 5. Season 6 has started. Mm -hmm. uh, in a sale on DriveThruRPG, I picked up the rest of Season 5. There's six total episodes. Good. So we have four more. Okay. Theoretically speaking, you're supposed to be able to go through one of these in a four-hour session. Like, they're meant, <laughs> yeah, they're meant, meant for, for one like, you mean. Uh, they're meant for, like, uh, like a convention. Okay. Yeah. Or something like that, where... Here's your but characters. Here's that's, not, that's not how we game. No. Right. You know, there's a lot of socializing going right. on. Yeah. Well, I'll have to admit, though, the last one I managed to get through without any... We managed to do a thing because my character, yeah. no combat. It was, it was an option that there, there, were, there were ways you could get through without having to spill any blood. Okay. And Pat here found them. What? Yeah. Well, I'm and a detective, mostly. Yeah. Okay. I'm the face, so as the face, I'm like, uh, can we avoid being shot? <laughs> there's going to be a way to be... A, Pay money. So, right. So contracts. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I plan to go back to it. I mean, like, basically, I'm waiting for Pat to want to take a break. Okay. And play again mm -hmm. because he has a uh, he has a wizard. Yep. Um, in my in the Shadowrun stuff, uh, and we'll and we'll go from there. So I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. Surprise, surprise! Uh, Chris is playing a troll. Yeah, it's not surprising at all. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but there have been some good sales on drive through RPG mm -hmm. over the past couple of months, so I expanded my range of uh, Shadowrun 5th Ed books. So I now have, and if anyone's ever followed Shadowrun, you'll find this amazing. They've come out with the Rigor book for 5th Ed. Normally, traditionally, it seems that the Rigor book is the last thing to come out before yeah. they come out with a new edition. Right. But no, it's out now, and there are no plans for Shadowrun 6th anywhere in sight. Okay. So uh, it's out. I picked up Data Trails, which is the Matrix book. Mm -hmm. I picked up the Augmentation book. So I've, I've basically got all the main options books for Shadowrun 5th nice. available. <laughs> so that's fun. I love, I love reading through the rigging book. Like, I love readers. I haven't actually been able to play one since Shadowrun 2nd, but... Uh, I don't think I've ever seen one in-game. Usually uh, people take rigging as like a yeah, side so option. Chris's, yeah. Chris's partner, Jana, plays a troll rigger. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we did this before any of the customization options from the 5th rigger book. On the back of her motorcycle, that character is scary. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely scary. She is so good with the gun and the bonuses that rigging gives her and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, death on a motorcycle. Yeah, you know, don't <laughs> don't mess with her. But you're right. Most people take rigging as a right. So they'll usually do cyber and then rigging on the side. Yeah, or you they'll do. You can't adapt. do it anymore. Really? No, no, you can't do it or anymore. Adapt. So yeah, one, you have to be one, more specialized. One of the than controversial that? things about fifth is that they jacked up the prices on a number of things. In in 4th edition for Shadowrun, uh, with a good comm link and some programs, 
anybody could be a hacker. Right. Yes. For fifth, they brought back decking. Uh, okay. You have to buy a cyber deck. Cyber decks are extremely expensive. Sure. Uh, and oh, you can't be a code baby anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah being a script kitty, yeah. not, not really an option. Right. Shadow and fifth. Uh, so, same thing with rigging. Like mm -hmm. it's difficult to combine the two. Okay. Yeah. Like, but the, the skills you need don't really translate over, with the exception of one, electronic warfare, and the cost involved. It doesn't doesn't really translate. Okay. But uh, you can do you can do a lot of really interesting things with it. You know, especially you know, especially if you decide to go like. Uh, the boards I'm on refer to it as a dronomancer, where you basically have the <laughs> army of drones right. yeah. and all this stuff. So yeah. I'd well, like I'd like to get back to it. It'd be nice to play again. Uh, yeah. We'll we'll see if that happens. I'm, I'm sort of a version of Constantine. Okay. Yep. Detective who's also you know dabbler in magic. Okay. He has yeah, he has a little magic on the side, yeah. so to speak. But it's not very important or powerful. It's more like just, again, non-combat stuff to help sure. out, which is why, hey, can we avoid combat? Yeah, okay, yeah, let's <laughs> avoid guns. Guns, bad. But bad. you do at least know how to fire a pistol. Oh, yes, he, oh. Does, he does know how to do that. But again, it's, as the detective or the face, it's mm -hmm. more, you know, finding the information right. to him is more important than, yeah, let's not get or bloodied on this one. Sure. Um, yeah. But uh, the other thing, gaming, um, is I just finished last night the third session in my friend Trent's uh, Savage Worlds campaign, right. which oh, I'm doing online right? Yep. Um, on Roll20.net. Mm -hmm. That ties into your Deadlands. It does at all. Well, Savage Worlds is... is Sa Savage World is an evolution a, of the Deadlands. Yeah. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it is. Yes. Um, okay. they did it's by is the they, same people. Yeah, okay. they, uh, they, they sort of streamlined it down to do Very different... So. Uh, it's the same as Corpse or Gur Champions. Gurps. Gurps. No, even Corpse as well. As oh, okay. But it's where it's, it's meant to be a core rules. Right. And then you have modules. modules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. They, they, they cut... They toned a lot of stuff down, but they introduced uh, beanies, which is basically the counters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Instead of chips? Instead of chips. Right. Yeah. So... And they separated, they've separated um, bennies from XP. Okay. So yeah. the way it works is you get three bennies at the start of a session that you can use for various purposes. You may earn one or two more for good role playing. Mm -hmm. Well, it's similar like to that. the uh, D6 thing where you had so many Char points. Character points. Character points, which... Every single yeah. GM I know is always modified it where if you spend it on a thing, you can actually, that yeah. counts as experience. But yeah. It, it's completely separate. At the, right. end, well, at the end of the night, you get awarded XP. Yeah. And the way it works is that up until you hit veteran level, which is at 80 XP, mm -hmm. every 5 XP you can do what they call an advance. And there's various, there's various forms of an, of an advance. But uh, so I came in... Uh, Trent gave me 35 XP, so because that was w around where his players were. Okay. We're now up at 40, 45, mm -hmm. and it's that's a lot of fun. And the campaign is set basically on Edgar Rice Burroughs' Barsoom, nice, i.e. Mars. Yep. 
and that and so you have red martians and green martians and pale men and the martian canals and all this stuff here currently <laughs> sorry i don't get another beer yeah yeah um we're currently racing to the last known site of a legendary spaceship because some crucial infrastructure on one of the Martian moons isn't working right now, and so as a result, the waters are receding from the canals. Okay. And in the meantime, yeah. helium is under siege from okay. is about oh. to be under siege, and that so. Well, the ones yeah. for the Mars ones I always liked was Castle Falkenstein and Space 1889. Okay. But, so, so yeah, so. It is very streamlined. It's it's a fairly easy system. The only thing is is that it doesn't lend itself to a lot of variety in no. some ways mm -hmm. because if you start looking at your concept, there's generally only one way to do the concept okay. and stuff. And it can be difficult to stick to a concept. Like what I came up with, because this is set in the 1880s, 1890s, and that uh, I came up with a, with a guy who grew up on the streets of Boston, and eventually became a sailor after his previous employment got absorbed by the competition, so to speak. Okay. He he was he was basically a leg breaker for a local loan shark, mm -hmm. and. That ended up not working out for him. He decided to get out of town and sign on to a sailing ship. Okay. So I, I started thinking, you know, how can this guy fight? Or what would make sense? And so I came up with the notion of a knife fighter. Mm -hmm. The thing is, in Savage Worlds, there is one fighting skill. And it covers fisticuffs. It covers any melee weapons whatsoever or anything like that. Okay. So it's I very generic. It is very generic. It's extremely mm -hmm. generic. And the way it works with weapons is that for damage you roll your strength and the weapon will give you an additional die of what, whatever type. Okay. In Savage Worlds, the most you will ever be rolling is three dice. Right. Period. It could be of different types, but yeah. the most it's going to be three dice. So for damage rolls, it's generally two. Mm -hmm. And the second die is determined by your weapon. Okay. So the thing is, is that knives, it's a d4. Right. So you roll your strength plus a d4. But the way the skill works, there's absolutely nothing stopping my guy from picking up a broadsword right. and being equally it. as good with it, right. but doing a heck of a lot more damage. So you want to take whatever weapon gives you the most options or most damage yeah, it, it, potential. Yeah. See, so they don't give you advantages for being... Like, it's, difficult. Yeah. it's difficult to stick with your concept right. because if your concept is... An inferior weapon. Well, by the system, your guy is going to be equally as good well, that, with the much superior. Well, weapon. see, that's right. the problem with being very streamlined, though, or very because yeah. there's no advantage for okay, a knife would actually be faster than a broadsword. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, like you right. Know, so you get in there, you get two, three shots to every one swing of that giant exactly. sword. Exactly. So there's, there's no mechanism for no that. Mechanism. Right. It's it's similar to well, Deadlands was brawling. Mm -hmm. Brawling covered everything, and then melee was. Yep. Any melee weapon mm -hmm. you, you pick up, like when I was running Deadlands, my guy was a melee, my, my, my priest was of the old-fashioned hickory stick. Right. Yep. And he, but he could have picked up 
anything. He could have picked up a tomahawk. He could exactly because right. it, it was all underneath that knee leg. Right. Yep. And yeah. so there's there a is, there, call. there is no notion like to go to the D and D vernacular. There's no notion of proficiency with a weapon. Right. No. You. Yeah, you have the skill. And, now yep. I can see where they're coming yep. from the, to make it faster and sure. easier. Yep. And they, because the problem, like, for once you start breaking down, okay, a broadsword will, you know, is, is slower than a knife, but it'll do more damage than a knife, and all back. Then you start ending up taking a lot more planning to build your character mm-hmm. or combat. Right. Right. Um, like, okay, yes, crossbows should pierce plate armor. Mm-hmm. But they'd be harder to go through leather. Right. Yep. But I don't think it'd be at all difficult to go through leather with a crossbow. Well, actually, it, it's not like it, the leather the way it does can actually help protect, save you a little bit. But but the thing is, though, once you start getting into that sort of weapon versus defense, mm-hmm. then you end up with okay, so I'm using a two-handed sword versus this. Right. And, and there uh, are systems that go into that level of detail. Exactly. So the, the, the Savage World ones, they'll cut it, and well, from Deadlands, cut mm-hmm. it down to, it's same as guns. If you can, like, this is where I've always had a problem with some games that, like, okay, it's an energy gun, or it's a pistol. Like, you know, it's a pistol. Mm-hmm. It, there's pretty much basically the same idea. Right. You point, shoot, that's it. Yeah. Right. The only time any any sort of proficiency would come into play is when you're dealing with non-combat aspects. Yes. So if you're cleaning the gun or repairing exactly. the gun, the knowledge of energy weapons is crucial If you're, versus dealing with like a revolver. Oh, exactly, yeah. That would make perfect sense. But, but actually pointing and shooting a pistol, the same a pistol's a pistol. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. a blaster, energy pistol blaster, or it's a you know, slug thrower. Yeah. The yeah. only difference to the slug thrower is recoil. Right. But once you understand, like, to actually shoot it, there's not very much difference. Yeah. It's same as long arms. Long arms and shotguns. Mm-hmm. No, shotguns are different than long arms. But it's still the same idea. No, no, that, and that's the one case where I would disagree. Long arms, like automatic weaponry or sniper rifles oh, diff- or those kind of things, those require different skills than how you use a shotgun. A shotgun is an area of effect weapon, right? So you basically mm. kind of aim and hope yeah, to get no, relatively not. close. Shotguns? No, shotguns are also slug throwers. Okay, you, yeah, they can be used as slug right. throwers. Right, so but the basic idea is still the same. Like the shoulder mount and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Right now, yes, automatic weapons are different than s- single shot. Yeah, because then you have to plan for things. But when you get right down to it, it's not a huge difference. Sure. And and that's where I have an issue with some things. Like okay, uh, was it Traveler or some other ones where it's okay? I'm I'm proficient with energy laser weapons. I'm proficient with energy pistols. I'm right. Proficient. It's like okay, you know. Well, one of the things I liked about D and D second. Um, did you guys ever pick up the Complete Fighter's Handbook? I yes. I, I considered that to be the essential splat book for D&D Second. Mm-hmm. Like once you got past the core stuff. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it brought in the notion of weapons groups. Mm-hmm. Yes. Where you would have proficiency in the weapon group, mm-hmm. which were similar. Yeah. Similar stuff and right, a saber and, and a long sword and a falchion pretty yeah. much work the same. Same, yeah, well, pretty much. Dragon Quest way back when had mm-hmm. the similar idea. Like they they had skill levels, right? Yep. So you learn the skill level in a certain weapon. A two handed sword had less skill levels involved than a knife because there's so much more abilities you can do with a knife mm-hmm. than with a two handed sword. 
But, uh, but yeah, the, 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 the groups were nice, because it was like, yeah, it's the small sword, or small weapon, small knives, you know. So, but still, I mean, like, I'm having an awful lot of fun with it. Mm -hmm. um, there were, uh, as opposed to, say, Dungeons and Dragons feats, um, the big thing in Savage Worlds, even much more so than Deadlands, is edges. Mm -hmm. Yes. And one of the one of the things you can buy for one of your advances is a new edge. Right. And that. And so my guy has edges that brings up his parry by a little bit, which is a huge thing yes. in Savage Worlds. It is. Um, he has a fighting style edge called Florentine that uh, because he's using two weapons at once, mm -hmm. gives him a slight bonus on his fighting rolls if he's up against someone who isn't using two weapons. Right. Because or isn't using a shield. Right. And that. And he is two-fisted and ambidextrous, mm -hmm. which I had some fun with last night because we were battling these basically bug things that had swarmed over our encampment. And so I, the thing with two-fisted is that you take no penalties for using two weapons at once. Mm -hmm. yeah. Ambidextrous means you don't have any offhand penalties. Mm -hmm. But two-fisted doesn't specify that, that you can only use it with a particular skill. Right. And my guy isn't only good at melee, he's good at throwing. Okay. So I stepped forward and I took a slash at one guy while with the left hand I threw a dagger at the other hand. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, and Makes so sense. Yeah. it had some style, mm -hmm. which, which I enjoyed. So um, worked really well. Uh, Roll20.net I'm actually recently impressed with. I don't know. I remember two podcasts back when I was here the last time. I suggested you take a look at it. Sure. Yeah, we were talking about online stuff. Yeah. Because uh, we were looking at maybe doing some online stuff mm -hmm. with Terra. Uh, it's free. Mm -hmm. uh, it uses uh, WebRTC technology. So if you have a webcam and mic, you can actually see all the players okay. um, in the bottom and, and discuss. That works really quite well. Uh, there's Because the browsers rely on certain very Linuxy things, I have to boot into my second uh, partition, my, my OpenSUSE, in order to do it properly, but it works perfectly well on Linux. Okay. I have my little webcam with a mic yeah. and works great, uh, no problem hearing anyone. There's a built-in die roller that nice. is adaptable to any system. And so I've got a bunch of macros now for myself. So that was just roll20 is in 2.0 or? Roll20.net. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's worth looking at. Yep. But, uh, so that's been a lot of fun. I've also been doing a lot of reading. Uh, Pat and I, as I, we mentioned this a little earlier, we played for years um, Exalted 2nd mm -hmm. uh, Edition. Mm -hmm. Well, Exalted 3rd Edition is slowly, slowly, Game slowly Force. coming out. Good. Um, they released a pre-release to the Kickstarter backers a while back, so I've been reading through that. They've done some pretty interesting things with it. I like what they've done with combat in the game. Uh, essentially, combat is all about gaining advantage mm -hmm. until you can actually put in a right. decisive blow that will actually you know maim or kill somebody okay and that and 
the mechanic that they put in there, you do, they call withering attacks to gain initiative. And then for initiative, it's how much initiative you have that determines the amount of damage you're going to do. Oh, wow. Mm. And once you do a decisive attack, your initiative resets to base. Okay. Which and is three. So then you have to... Do you know, more stuff to build back you, up. You've extended yourself in order to actually drive your sword through somebody. Right. And so then you have to get your balance back again right. and start building yourself back up again okay. in order to uh, do that. So hmm. that's... That's interesting. Yep. They've streamlined weaponry quite a bit. Essentially, all weapons are light, medium, or heavy, and their stats are the same. So you pick... Like, all light weapons are the same, all medium, medium are the same, well. all heavy are the same, but... You know, your light weapons are considerably faster than your heavy weapons. Actually, no, see, I don't have a problem yeah. when they stream the line yeah. that way because yeah, that makes sense. But it, it, it means that there's, but there's distinct advantages to having a light weapon. Oh, no, no. But exactly. As opposed to a heavy no, weapon. No, but what I mean is, like, they don't, they, like, they, don't break it, they don't break it down of, like, okay, you have a, you know, a yeah. dagger versus a main ghost versus a, yeah. you know, a short sword. Short sword. It's, or yeah. gladius. It's, it's, so, it's light weapon. It's. And one of the things that they've brought in is the notion of evocations. And evocations are powers brought out through your equipment, which wasn't there in Exalted Second Edition. This no. is something brand new. And you discover you discover these powers. And sometimes you may have to pay XP just as if you were buying a new charm. Mm -hmm. But okay. sometimes you don't. Okay. And it'll, they'll come out in certain circumstances or whatever. It reminds me an awful lot, actually, of Earth Dawn and the way they do magic items or threat items in Earth Dawn, where the longer you have. Oh, yeah, the, way, the more you, you use know, a weapon, the more it becomes attuned to you. stuff comes out. Or, you know, it well, may, sorry, it it may be that, you know, you have your trusty longsword, right. and because you are becoming such a legend in that. Your sword becomes your sword becomes magical yeah. and starts getting. Remember, yeah, because your 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 so. items became tied to your uh, legend. Yeah, the more you use one item, the yep. more it would get power because. Yep. So. Tied to you. Yeah. I'm liking what I'm seeing so okay. far. Uh, I, my my character in our long-standing campaign <laughs> is this monk named Morning Breeze, and I started looking yeah. at what. To, what it would be like to try to model him in third edition. Mm -hmm. In some ways, it doesn't quite work. Yeah. Because one of the things that they've brought in is the notion of a supernal ability. The one ability that he, your character is better with than anything else. Okay. Um, and it has to be one of your cased abilities. Morning Breeze, my guy, his emphasis was martial arts. Unfortunately, the only case that can take martial arts as supernal is Doncast. Oh, Doncast, yeah, sorry. Yeah. And that. We're all um, solars with Doncast, yeah. Sorry. Doncast specifically. Yeah. So I'd have to pick one of his secondary ones, probably Resistance, because right. another thing about my guy was that he soaked up damage like nobody, nobody's business. But, um, but still, there's a lot of nice things. Uh, Exalted Second Edition had these charms called Excellencies, and all they were was essentially role modifiers. Okay. So your first one would add dice, your second one would add automatic successes, 
your third one would let you re-roll. That's all gone. Okay. Um, instead, anything cased or favored, you automatically get the first excellency for free. Hmm. Yeah. And that's the only excellency there is. So without that, ta I, I was looking because I kept the character sheet that I made up when I first made the guy. And he, two of his ten charms were these excellencies. And so that tax is gone. Right. And so I have, and then on top of that, they expanded it. Instead of 10 charms, you get 15. Oh, that's so funny. that's a huge difference just yeah. right there. Right. And other things and all this stuff. So it's, it's been a really fun exercise because uh, the thing I love most in any system is making characters. That's what I really, really enjoy doing. So that's been a lot of fun. The only other thing really uh, hobby-related, um, in video games, I've been playing War Disney Infinity. Uh, I was very proud of my daughter. Um, we give her a little bit of an allowance here and there, and she saved up her money. She wanted to buy the Hulk as a Disney Infinity character. And we got to Walmart, and I happened to see clearance. And for like a dollar more than the Hulk, you could pick up the Avengers playset okay. for Disney Infinity with two characters, uh, Iron Man and Black Widow. And I said to her, because she she has she already had the Spider-Man playset, and she loved playing the missions and doing all this stuff. And we leveled up uh, Nova and Spider-Man to like 20th level, which is the high, highest you can go. And I said, for just a little more than for just the Hulk, you could get a new playset with two new figures. But the it's daughter's only five and a half. Yeah. Right. She understood that that was the better way to go, and she said, well, yes, Daddy, we'll do that. Not really, because you don't get the Hulk. I yeah, say, the, the Hulk is a, a big draw. Yeah. I totally yeah. get since, that. Since then, this was a few weeks back, mm. since then she saved up some more money. Her grandparents sent her some money for Valentine's Day and all that stuff, okay. and we've since gone out and bought the Hulk. But see, this is the thing where I, I had a, I always, it, because it's hard when you do these multi-character multi type games. It's like, okay, I've got Spider-Man. I'll take Hulk. Because, why should I build up Hulk? Like, what's, what's Spider-Man going to do to the Hulk? Really? He can't yeah. do anything. Yeah, but you have to... Yeah, but that's, have the to thing. I mean, well, that's, that's the thing. You have, but it doesn't make... Like, when you look at what the, the comic books, yeah. and then yeah. you look at the game, you're like, uh... No. Yeah. That's the thing. Well, it's like Superman. The Superman, some of the Superman games, he's taken on normal vi normal yeah. thugs. Street, yeah, like street well, fighting thugs. Street fighting thugs. Like, are, are you kidding me? Yeah. A, few, I, a, a few years back, I had the uh, privilege of going to Ottawa Comic Con. Mm -hmm. One of the guests was Kevin Sorbo. Sure. And I got to go see Hercules Sorbo's uh, yeah, for, uh, best known for Hercules Legendary Journey. And, and now being and a right wing fanatic, so, you know, little crazy guy, but that's okay. I don't know anything of his personal yeah, yeah. Only his on screen stuff. Yeah. So anyway, he was he was talking about things. And one of the things that came up that drove him nuts playing Hercules was the fact that the the abilities were never portrayed consistently. Right. No. Hercules would go up against a monster, huge monster, it would be a tough fight, he'd eventually come up on top. He'd also go up against half a dozen regular guys. Mm -hmm. And it would still be a tough fight. Yeah. Right. And he'd only eventually come out on top. Right. And you know, that, well, it makes no sense whatsoever. Storytelling. In video games, it's, a, it's the same sort really of thing. Is. They level the playing field. Yeah. Even though well, but also comic, playing field. comic books do it too. Because it depends on who's writing sure. and who's 
book it is, and like yep. if you have also, Hulk and Wolverine, Wolverine's going to be the bigger guy. Yeah. Right. If you have also, Wolverine and Hulk, what, Hulk when done be. right, when done right, it can make for a great story. One of my favorite, um, when I started collecting comic books back when I was ten. Uh, I was living in rural Nova Scotia. There were no comic shops. The way we did it was we subscribed. Mm -hmm. You could subscribe to the books directly from Marvel through the mail. Right. And I picked out some, and my brother picked out some, and my brother picked The Amazing Spider-Man. And one of my favorite stories from that era, um, I believe it was titled When Comes the Fire Lord. And so Fire Lord is a herald of Galactus. Yep. Mm -hmm. We're talking Silver Surfer level, and for whatever re like, he was Spider Spidey Silver. decides he has to try to stop him right. from what he's doing, and ends up almost killing himself in the process mm -hmm. and barely giving the guy pause. But he does end up giving him pause, right. and it's it's a fantastic story. One of these days, I'm gonna have to look it up on Marvel Unlimited and read it again. Yeah, but yeah. for the most part. Yeah, well, exactly. It's it, it's even to the point of illogical when you when you're aware of the source material. Because, well, no, yeah. yeah, I mean, like if you have the Hulk up against Spider-Man, for the most part, Spidey's not going to be effective against. No, him. Yeah, Hulk is pretty much ignore him. Yeah. Similarly, I mean, like uh, which I was. I was going to say, they did well in the movies. The Marvel Cinematic Universe, they've yep. done well. Because they they showed Hulk, Thor, similar. Yep. And Iron Man, Thor? Iron, uh, Iron Man was getting his ass handed to him until right. Captain America stepped in. Right. I mean, let's face it. In the end, yep. the fact Thor's crushing his armor mm -hmm. and still standing. Mm -hmm. So it, it showed well. Like, it, yep. was, it was, there was, there's still differences, which I like. The fact that, yes. Yep. And Hulk is basically unstoppable. Pretty much, and they even showed like yeah, except yeah. for the fact Avengers two when the Hulkbuster somehow put out, but you never see how that happened. Right, it's sort of, yeah. just we'll just gloss over that. So <laughs> which is fine. I have no problem. And with I that. do like the Hulkbuster armor. That and I can't amazing. talk about the trailers for the, Civil War. Nope. The Hulk, the Hulkbuster armor, by the way, is a figure for Disney Infinity three point Okay. You, you can get yeah. the Hulkbuster Iron Man and play as the Hulkbuster Iron Man. But again, okay. why would you ever play anything else? Why would you not be in that fucking <laughs> suit the entire well, time? The thing is, is that every character has its own moves. Sure. Like, there's there's a lot of fun there. So yeah, so we picked up the Hulk in the past week or so. We've only leveled him up, I think, to level 8 or so. But she's loving it. Like, uh, you should have heard her... Like hulky, hulky, hulky. Yeah. <laughs> very, very cute. Well, it's good um, that she finally got her Hulk back. Yep. Yeah. So that's that's been fun. Uh, the other thing is uh, on Netflix, um, they recently added the Young Justice yes cartoon show, both seasons of it, mm -hmm. and that I'd only ever seen bits and pieces of it. So I started I started watching it. Um, so I st I've started from the beginning. I'm now partway into the third episode. Okay. So, yeah. In the meantime, I've been neglecting my other Netflix stuff. I s I'm still on the third episode of Jessica Jones. Oh, wow. I want to keep going on that. I should get going on that because it's this Friday, I believe, Daredevil Season 2 drops. Uh, I thought it was the, the 16th. 18th. It was the 18th? I think it's okay. the 18th. It makes sense. 
for Netflix, I think, to drop it on a Friday because that way right. people have the weekend to watch. Sure. But uh, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. Uh, yeah. So sorry, I realize I've rambled a long time. <laughs> well, I actually have a lot of Netflix stuff to talk. Well, about. also you have uh, sorry before Deadlands. I want to hear which one. Well, no, no, the, my the the Deadland thing is is. Is tied into the tied into Netflix. Oh, okay. Okay. So I've I have nothing but time on my hands these days. So I've watched. A ton. Aren't you still working? I am still working. Okay. But I basically spend most of my evenings multitasking, watching something on Netflix, and either playing a computer game or playing a phone game or I, I just do a lot of gaming basically. Um, so I've gone through a ton of shows. So I went through. Um, all of the uh, the second season of the One Hundred, which I really enjoy. I, I started heard, watching the One Hundred. The One Hundred. Um, I've heard yeah, good I know. things it's, about it. It's it's kids. Well, no, but is it, there's a lot of stupidity. Of course, there is in there. Yeah, but uh, I find that with most entertainment. No, no, no. Was, it's just the way people act. It, it's just there's you're going. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, but it's that's, plot driven, right? It's yeah. it's, 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 it's to further that, the plot but, in a specific yeah, direction. That, that's yes. that's that's why I cannot stand sitcoms anymore. Right. Because in sitcoms, people act in completely ridiculous fashion simply to further the plot. Right. No, it well, drives me insane. Well, it's it's more for me because it, it's it's more the writers forgot how people would be because you have basically what it is is a hundred years or so about seventy five years since the nuclear war mm -hmm. got rid of Earth. And then these criminals, young young kids, get dumped onto the planet. Well, but it, it's, it's more than that. So no, but, in, in, they're in the justice system, so all, humanity basically lives in a space station hovering above Earth. With that's, really big, huge holding cells for prisoners. Right. So, but that, that's where they've, they've done an exodus to. That's where they've remained safe while Earth is irradiated. So you're saying the space station was designed by, say, Republicans? Because they <laughs> uh, no, actually what it was... was actually, no, they actually did it well. That probably <laughs> did well because what it was, the ARC was sort of combining all the different space stations right. from the different countries space that had stations, space right. stations. Yeah. My issue was, okay, you start off, their cells, which are for prisoners, are huge. Like They're bigger than normal cells are now. And if you're talking about a well, space yeah, station... You, you, you got none of that matters. Inside to film stuff. Well, none of <laughs> that is important to the actual plot line. Yeah. Okay. No. It is. Because the, space is a... Is a I, I understand. You have, you have limited space. But space there also, there's also a much smaller population than originally went up there. So oh, yes. the way their justice system works is, if you do anything that, that damages or puts into jeopardy anyone on the space station, you get spaced. They kill you outright. Mm -hmm. There's a trial that I like. That, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's fine. That no, because on a, on a when you have such a limited population, right. and you have to be and it, limited resources. Yeah. That part I have no problem. Right. That part would make sense because it's one of those ones like. And sorry, I'm cutting in here, but yeah, the dynamic right. with the the counselor, the chancellor, and the second in command, mm -hmm. who understands that okay, for all of humanity, we have to do this. Right. So I have no problem with them spacing. I don't, I'm, I'm not saying anything negative about yeah. it. I'm just saying that's the justice system. However, children are the future of the space station. Without children, if you start killing off all the children, then there is no future of humanity. Well, so instead, children who commit these crimes, instead of being spaced, are placed in a prison. And then, at one point, they're realizing, okay, we don't have enough resources left to survive more than, they say, five years mm -hmm. at the current population. We have to check to see if Earth is viable to go back to. Well, see, the problem is... And then they drop the children. There's a s huge flaw right there. 
Because there's a law that you're only allowed to have one child. Right. Which leads to diminishing population. Sure. Well, one child issue leads to... Yeah, China famously did it because they're trying to bring their population down. Right. Exactly, and that's what happens. You have, okay, your mother and father, mm -hmm. there's only you. Someone else's mother and father, there's only one kid. Mm -hmm. You both get together. From four goes down to two. Yeah, right. yeah I understand that. Was it the one? So this is where it's like, okay, the one child law is of diminishing returns. You can't have a population continue. That's like nowadays. That's why we do immigration because mm -hmm. people aren't having as many kids. So we need to, to continue as a population. Never mind grow. Just continue as we are. We need to immigrate. Right. So that's where I was like, well, they don't understand the idea. Of that, that's fine. It's a sci-fi show. They don't care about things like that. Exactly. The important part is that these children who are criminals are kept isolated in prison. Big prisons. Let's not forget, again. And then eventually they just say, we need an expendable force to go down to see if Earth is viable and send these 100 children down. Yes. And they're the 100. Yeah. No, no, that, that, that part I understand. Like, again, it's just, I like the overall, the idea behind it. Well, anyway, the, the spoiler is they meet people who are still on the ground, who have actually survived the nuclear holocaust, who have turned savage, though. Time. And so now they come into conflict with these people, and they're as they're trying to well, stop the colony. Well, a friend put it a big way. She's like, it's combining uh, sort of American Idol, mm -hmm. Survivor, and Lord of the Flies. <laughs> oh, you could just say Lord of the Flies. No, but there's also other aspects, because the space station stuff is still there, right. and stuff like that. But yeah, like the Lord of the Flies... Right off the bat, it, it showed. I've only been watching six shows so far, okay. but I'm enjoying that there is character development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. also not just on the planet. There is still stuff going on in the space station mm -hmm. and politics there. Right. So, yeah. So it kind of combines a political thriller with a survival yeah. um, genre. And I like again. I've only seen so many shows, so don't tell me more. I'm not but telling anything. The there is some spoilers here, people. Sorry, there are some spoilers. I haven't spoiled anything yet. Well, no, well other than the fact that it gets sent to the ground. Yeah, the second that command, happens in the first episode. The second command, I like because... Oh, he's a brutal asshole. But he understands... Like, You're right. He does it for a reason. There is... And this is where I was having a discussion with a friend. It's like, I can understand where he's coming from. Mm -hmm. Because, again, it's it's not like we have the whole world. Right. We're a very small, small... And, and everything that he does kills us. Like, right. We will... Humanity will... Die right, right. Don't... This is the last of the human race yeah. as we know it. Yeah. Do we want to continue? Well, we have to be really harsh mm -hmm. for it. And yeah, so there is the, the politics involved, which is nice because you get, and there's also politics on the ground right. developing. So Right. So uh, with any survival genre, when, when all of a sudden you have absolute freedom, do you want to stay in a rigid society where there are well, no, people in exactly. charge telling you what to do? Yep. Or do you break off on your own where all of a sudden you lose the, the survival benefits of being in a group community, yeah. but that, now you're free? So that, that dynamic comes into play as well. It's, it's actually a, a pretty fun show. Um, I, the way the first season ends, holy shit. Yes, okay. And no, the yeah. second season, wow. It, it, I liked it. Brutal, though. Like a brutal show. Okay, yeah. Well, no, it is. And already, like, younger kids die. Oh yeah, yeah. There's, they have no problem killing that, that you can't have, and and it's 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 not quite as bad as say uh, Game of Thrones where people die willy nilly. Yeah. But yeah, there are depths that you're not expecting. Yeah. So they expend characters who you think are going to be mainstays for the whole show. Yeah. Okay, so that's one of the many 
Okay, so Mini I don't know how you tie Deadlands. Hold in. on, I'm oh, getting oh, there. Sorry. I'm getting there. Because I have a lot of shows to talk about as well. So based on uh, the recommendation of a friend, I started watching this show called Longmire. Mm. Which, yes. when I originally saw the pictures of, or the, uh, the, the write-up of, I'm like, it looks like a western. And you know, I'm not really a huge no, you're western not a fan. I'm a duster fan, but... So, but it turns out it's actually modern times. Yes. Just in the Midwest. You know what? It got canceled. Did it get canceled? Yes. Oh, that's too bad. I, I, I really liked it. Because the audience is too old, they thought. Why is that a problem? Oh, no. Okay, TV execs make stupid decisions all over the place. Longmire wasn't a network show, so Longmire was a cable show. It still got canceled because they thought the audience was too old. I know, but... That's why it got canceled. Okay. It's like Angel got canceled because Josh went to them and said, okay, my actors need to know what's happening. They're getting, they're getting requests for doing movies or right. other shows. We need to know. Are you going to continue us or not? We need to know now. Mm-hmm. Oh, in that case, you're canceled. Right. So TV shows get canceled. On the, but That's like, his side. There may be more to it than that. Right? Yeah. He, he may have been pestering them and pestering them and pestering them, but eventually they just got fed up and said, fuck it, let's do it. Cancel. But Longmire Anyways, is a good... Longmire was a, a very, very enjoyable show. Yeah. Um, it's about like this, this gruff man's man type of guy who is the sheriff, and he Well, he's basically... also Florida, isn't it? No, he's... he's. I don't know who, about the, the actor himself. No, no, the, the, the show takes place... In Missouri. Missouri, yes. Or, no. Um, it's somewhere in the Midwest. Yeah. Kansas, yeah. Missouri, somewhere like that. Um, Montana, yeah, I think maybe Montana. Yeah. So, that's a fun show. And at one, I finished watching all of the available seasons on Netflix. It, one of those recommendations popped up for what else oh, I might want yes, to yeah. watch. That led me to Hell on Wheels. Oh, that one, yeah. See, Hell on Wheels is Dead a Land. Western. Yeah, it's not quite Deadlands, but it's... No, because no, Deadlands is weird wet. Yeah. But, so, Longmire takes place with the building of the railroad through the Midwest. Yes. And the traditional Western-style um, environment. Yes. And I love that show. Yeah, do you like uh, Chief O'Brien? I do like Chief O'Brien. <laughs> No, it's, uh, it's Hell on Wheels is very well done again because mm-hmm. it's like I haven't seen all the sh- seasons, mm-hmm. but it's 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 a it's one I like because that also part of me like that for Deadlands too because it's got some good background to it. Like mm-hmm. the building of the railroads was so political, oh, absolutely. And so you know the corruption and everything yep. going on. By the way, may I interject with some good news? Mm-hmm. From what I found, Longmire has been canceled. Oh, good. Um, it was canceled by A and E after three seasons. Yes, right. But I've already watched Net- the fourth. Netflix picked, picked it, it up for a fourth, right. and they have announced. Last October, they announced that they were picking it up for a ten episode season five. Oh, perfect! But that's why A and E originally canceled it because it, it was too old. The, the audience would be too old. Right. Okay. Well, anyway, so now I'm dying to play Deadlands, or alternately, like I, I tried look for other Western style systems that you could yeah, run. D twenty has a western, but uh, I have no, no, I have no interest no, in D twenty at all. Boot Hill is the old, is the old old is, one, is old old old. That's kind of tough to find material for. Yeah. So I think Deadlands, but just taking out all the magic and, and supernatural stuff, okay, would would probably work pretty well. So now I'm dying to play Deadlands. Well, that'd be interesting. So Pat, I need you to put together a Deadlands campaign with no magic. <laughs> 
whether we want Actually, to do no, magic or because not. Because no, no, let me let me go okay. with that. Because Dwayne knows I ran Deadlands for many, many yeah, years. Yeah, you, uh, you, uh, that's love why that how it ended though. That's how I'm turning to you because no, you're yeah, the Deadlands but, expert. Well, let me finish. How it ended mm-hmm. is basically they managed to close off the hunting ground combat thing again. Okay, that was like the whole setup. Was they they were doing all this stuff to try and get together mm-hmm. a team to break the hold of the, the you know the raven and the hunting ground. Okay. So pretty much that's sort of what's happened. So they've cut off magic for the most part? For the most part. Okay. They made it like Dwayne's character is a huckster mm. and I'm sorry Dwayne but you understood the whole like as a campaign thing hucksters started getting more and more because more and more evil or mm. the the manitous which is how you do magic started coming in which started screwing up a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Dwayne's character managed to hold off, but a lot of other guys, NPCs, got killed, got killed or taken over and right. stuff like that. So they had this one of where they weren't, they didn't go to the hunting grounds, but they were the guys protecting all the top guys going into the hunting grounds. Like okay. the shamans, the, the, the priests, and all stuff like that. The reason they didn't want people like Dwayne in there is because, well, you're closely associated to them. Yeah, you're susceptible. So... That was sort of the final big thing. Mm-hmm. They were holding off from a massive amount while the other guys went in, and they seemed to be successful. So okay. yes, the Deadlands, if I continued, if I started again, mm-hmm. would sort of be like, it's been closed off, so magic is extremely hard to do again. Right. Still possible. Still possible. Still low Still level. possible. But very... Like the, way, the, the way they did magic in Deadlands um, is to basically Edmund Hoyle traveled the world, discovered various secrets of magic, mm-hmm. and managed to get it to work and put down his methods secretly into what became known as Hoyle's Book of Games. Yeah. He, yeah. he had written his notes as but games. How did he do it? Though? He beat the Manitous, which were basically... No, the thing is, is that this was before the Great Ghost Dance. Doesn't this matter. Before they this, were still dealing with this, the Manitous. Yes, but this was before Raven... Mm-hmm. Knock things open. Mm-hmm. So even though we've closed it back right. to before still, what Raven There happened, is still magic. There's, there's still, still some out sure. there. It's, it's just very harder to do. It's harder. Yeah. So the thing is, is that uh, his family apparently found these notes, thought they were great, published yeah. them, and then it and he realized yeah. this was a real problem. So he polished everything up into Hoyle's book of games and published it himself. Right. So, but yeah, if but, I can, if I did Deadlands, that would be sort of the thing after that happened. That's fine. And it'd be although there would still be remnants of that still yes, existing in exactly. the world. If you're okay with that, I'm uh, willing. You know what? I ideally I'd want to play a pure western. Okay, game. I can do that as well because I I have no problem doing like, a pure. Like, I like no you magic. Know me. Well, just, I love I love there's westerns. There's a lot of there's a lot of options. Oh no, I, I have no problem western stuff. I I don't mind doing a real like historically based yeah. duster type thing. I think that would be Josie super, Wales and all super that sort of fun, stuff. To, fun to play. Now, would it be, again, I have no problem. I'm willing to do that either pre or after Civil War. Or maybe, it would probably be best to do it after Civil War. Yeah. But I have, I have no problem with it. Because like, you know me, I've always loved the dusters. I yeah, and so now I'm dying to play in that kind of game. Alright, I'm willing to, to run that. If you can, we can get some people together, I'm willing to Okay, that. I'll see if I can round up some people. So I recently started getting onto Reddit. And there's a, there's an odd like Reddit slash R slash R slash Ottawa, mm-hmm. and then I recently got onto one that's just RPGs in general, and then um, so there there are ways that we can actually yeah. get more players. That might be one of them. Okay. 
just put out a call saying, listen, we want to do a, a Western-style game using the Deadlands, looking for mature players, that sort of thing. So... I wouldn't mind playing. Yeah, yeah it, 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 be... it could be super, super fun. Well, again, yeah, like it's a no magic, just straight up. Yeah. But the, the game actually works for the combat. So sure. With edges and stuff like mm -hmm. that, that's no problem. All right. Um, so I don't, I don't know if I want to play like a, a brave or if I want to do like an ex-soldier. There are many right. ideas. There's lots. Um, so let's, we, we better start talking. Okay, yeah, so, so, so more stuff that I've gone through. Uh, I'm currently watching the second season of Bitten. Which is a, a werewolf yep. um, game. Uh, game. game. Uh, That's on Netflix, isn't it? it no. I think it is available on Netflix. I have the physical mm -hmm. copy of it. Yes. It's it's actually a Canadian produced yeah, show. Yeah, they, they talk produced, about Toronto a lot. Produced by Space Imagination Station. Yeah. Or I don't think I don't think they call themselves the Imagination <laughs> Station anymore. But it's it's at least it's at least co-produced by Space. Right. Um, it's filmed in around Toronto. Mm -hmm. The series of books it's based on is a Canadian series of books by a lady named Kelly Armstrong, mm -hmm. um, famously known as the Outsiders? Women, Women of the Other World Other series, World. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, which lasted for 13 books. She recently wow. wrapped it up. Yeah. And that, I read Bitten, the novel. Mm -hmm. I liked it. Wasn't able to get into the TV show, sure. although I think it's reasonably well done. The one TV show I watched was on Show Me, which is called The Minion. Mm -hmm. Which is the one? It's based on the movie Legion. Remember? Yep. Or was, yeah, you know, I remember. Twenty-five years later. Yep. Um, it's interesting because, according to their lore, there's never been any demonic possessions. All the possessions have been via angels. Okay. And angels like sex. <laughs> sure, because sure, they don't have their own junk. Yeah. So they need to use other even the archangels. Junk. Like yeah. sex. Well, they don't have junk. Yeah, but now they do, and so, and, and it's it's. I actually like it because... It's comes up. <laughs> well, but no, it's serious because you're looking at it going like, why are they... Are, and now, again, though, it does show that even though they look human, act human... They're not. They're not human. Right. Like, they have their own agenda sure. and everything. So it is interesting because it's 25 years after the movie ends. Mm -hmm. The baby born at the end of the movie is the the guy who's going to be the humanity's savior. Okay, the, or, the Christ? Well, no, not, not quite Christ, but he's either going to help humanity save or become completely obsolete. Oh, really? So there's a cross. He has to, he's going to have to start making decisions. Okay. There's only been one. I, I'm using quotes here for one season because the new season nowadays tends to only be like 10, 12 or so mm -hmm. seasons or shows. Absolutely. Whereas I remember the days where it used to be 20 some odd shows mm -hmm. in a season. Well, in, North, in North America, the standard model is still 22 shows yeah. per season. Well, not, not as many but, not because but nowadays... A lot, of, a lot of places, especially specialty cable and all this stuff, are adopting more... The, the British. British model, yeah. specifically, where it's more limited. Although most of them tend to go beyond like a lot of British shows. A, a series is six episodes. Yeah, six yeah. to eight. But... Doctor Who is an exception. It usually goes about thirteen. No, but again, I still call it a season. But like ten shows, like for seasons, like really ten shows. Well, but that's that's, the new... that's why the British don't call it a season. Right, they call it a series. series. No, no, exactly. But I'm saying but, we yeah. still call it a season. And uh, the other one I saw movie recently mm -hmm. is Forty Seven Ronin. Right, I, okay. because we talked about it last yes. podcast. And I, I I actually watched it. As a fantasy movie, it's really well it's done. It's super fun. It's it's not like this would work for the the game you had, Legend of the Five Rings, yeah. or Bushido. No, Bushido's less about spiritual, and more about just 
There was a lot of magic in there. Is well. there really? Oh yeah, Bushido? there's a lot of magic. I don't remember. But it definitely works for Legend of the Five. Definitely Rings. for Five Rings. And no, it's not. It's nothing to do with the real Forty Seven Ronin mythos. Yeah, there's there's uh, it, it it takes huge liberties. Yes. Um, the guy who's uh, who ends up causing the death of the Lord is actually a courtesan in Kyoto originally. It wasn't his neighbor who wanted his yeah, land. Exactly. And so so there's, no, there's, there's a lot there's of no liberty. There's no dragons. And, all and there's no dragons, yeah, of course, because um, it's real life. <laughs> but it stars as the Shogun, one of the guys who's been around for a long, long time, Kiri Hiroki Paganawa. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and he's been around for a long time. And most, most famously known, perhaps, as uh, playing um, the guy on Mortal Kombat. Oh, oh no, yeah, not um, for me. Not for me. Rising, Rising Sun. Yeah, Rising. Sean Connery. Oh yeah, yeah, I never liked it. You didn't like it. He he was the the one of the guys on there, Eddie Takanoa mm-hmm. or so. And I liked it. Um, Forty Seven so, Ronin is a fun, fun. It was movie. a fun movie. I and the thing it. I like most about it is that it treats Keanu Reeves' character as the way they would treat Eta. Well, no, exactly, and that that I had no problem. Like it showed the Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. It showed the Japanese style. Like oh. You're born this, and that's that's it. Mm-hmm. And it did do a good job with the honor thing. Of, mm-hmm. oh, yes, I'm going to let you die with honor. I'll let you commit suicide. Because of all of your years of service. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> okay, like, see, for you, that's that's, no, no, that's a false... No, uh, no as bonus. a Western person, right. it's one of those. But for the Japanese, yeah, that is a huge thing. Oh, wait, I get to commit suicide with honor right. as opposed to being executed right. and hung like a lowly commoner. Correct. Criminal. And therefore cleansing your family of whatever sins you brought to them. Exactly. So I have no problem. I, I liked it. As if, again, not related to the 47 Ronin, you know, true story. Right. But as a fantasy movie, mm-hmm. it worked really well. Yeah, it's a fun, fun adventure movie. You know, I, I, saw, I watched some other ones. I saw Ant-Man as well. Oh, so good. I just watched that. Uh, no, not so good. You didn't like it? No. Yeah, You're the only person I've talked to. No, I, I, a friend at work also had the same issues. Okay, it starts off, It's Iron. the first part of it is Iron Man. Yeah. All over again. Yeah. It's Iron Man again. Yeah. And the See, long... I, st- conflict, I still disagree. No, it's, it's Iron Man. I still disagree. The whole thing. The whole thing. I had a company, yeah. I lost it. You know, the guy who took over the company is doing his own little thing. He's, he's, he's after the same thing I had and mm-hmm. all. It's, it's Iron Man to T. Sure. Ex- the ending, cha- you know, it doesn't, it's not the same thing as Iron Man, but the first part... And it's the long, convoluted way to get into the, you know the story and all that. It's just uh, I loved that movie. You know, and there's it, a whole podcast of he and I reading about it. If you yeah, know, no, exactly. Is. I know, I know, but this is why I now I finally see it, so I can go. It was okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun, again a fun adventure movie, like a heist. Movie. I like Guardians of the Galaxy much sure. better than Ant Man. Yeah. Okay, and. I mean, there's a whole bunch of like. Okay, have you seen ants move? They don't. They don't walk that fast. And and you're talking a complex, but it's storytelling. It, yes, it's same exactly. as how everyone in the, in the Death Star when they land is able to find all the things they need and still walk back to the ship mm-hmm. in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So ants managed to, to do all this stuff with. And again, superheroes willing to commit commit murder. Well, but that's that's just it, right? He. Intentionally, especially the uh, one of his buddies remembered that he had knocked out one of the guards. But he doesn't remember the other two guards who were there, who they knocked out. Were there other guards there? Yeah, there's two guards that were shooting at Scott. 
they knocked them out. Right. And they and, just ran and away. Left them, yeah. left them there. And then the whole place exploded. It's like, okay, yeah, they're trying to kill Scott, but they, in their mind, were doing, were trying to protect right. So, but they let them die. Actually, which, okay, I hate to say this, but I, I've seen it part of the trailers for Captain America. I don't want to hear anything about it. No, one of the things they do. I don't do want to hear anything about it. Is they bring up the stuff that's happened in the other movies, mm-hmm. where they're like, um, okay, seriously, what are you guys doing in New York with the freaking Hulkbuster and all this? Like, what are you guys doing dropping a freaking city? So they're, they're, They didn't drop the goddamn city. They didn't, but, well, actually they did. They did. How Ult- did... Ultron raised the city. The Avengers are the ones who brought it down. So they oh. should have just let uh, it go? No, no, no. And then they shouldn't have. <laughs> but perception is very important for politics, right? Yes. So this is where it's interesting because they're bringing in the perception of the people mm-hmm. for these things is, well, you're the ones who did it. Or you're the reasons responsible for it. Same as Batman with Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. It's like, the reason all these crazies are coming out is because of you. You're the magnet to the crazies. If right. you were not here, the, the crazies wouldn't be coming out in such force. But there's no proof of that. Well, it's again, it goes to that chicken and the eggs. Sort of right. Thing, right. The other thing is, is that you absolutely... It's a real, real stretch to say, hey, if, if you weren't around, the invasion of New York wouldn't have happened. Well, no, but, right. that's not, that's, but again, see, it's, this comes down to perception, right? Yeah, it's, I know, and, but... And that's but where still, they're doing a good thing about showing... It doesn't matter what the truth is. Right. The truth isn't relevant in the Exactly. It's how it's perceived. And that's where they're coming down. And now, I have to say, it looks like Thor's not in Captain America. Yeah, because he'd have nothing to do with it. Well, no, he would, but but it'd sort of be, he would obviously take the side of Captain America, going, well, I don't care what you think, what your laws tell me, I'm going to save people. And then it's like, okay, so we're going to stop Thor. How are we going to (laughs) stop Thor? How it, it, it works like it works out um, in the comic books, for example. Thor wasn't around. Well, right. again, no, because they have because you have to you well, can't. The it's thing same is, as, is that in the comic books, Thor had gone through. Well, no, but again, it's also because in the comic books you can't have the art, the god of you know of of Odin going. Okay, I don't agree with this, and I'm going to stop it and. I will stop it. It's same as in the X Men. They had this one where there's um, a war going on with the Morlocks underneath the tunnels, right? And there were people hunting mutants and stuff like that. Magneto wasn't around for it for a very obvious reason. That, I mean, they they did a story thing of why he wasn't there, but it comes down to the fact that, yeah, Magneto, I'm in the tunnels. You're all stopped, and that's all there is to it. But a- anyway, so this is where it gets for also, you know. As in the comics, the Hulk is not around. Right. Yes, the Hulk, the Hulk, the Hulk was not around for Civil War. Nope. Again, because and the Hulk uh, was you... not around for this movie. Yeah. Again, because. Uh... Yeah. How do you stop so, it? Well, so, power, it like... so the power scale is much more approachable. Mm. Well, yeah, but again, like I said, because of, as a writer of the comics, you're like, um, see, dudes, um, in the Marvel universe, Thor's here. Like, how, how are we going to do this? Uh, find a way to write him out. Okay. Uh, what about yeah. Hulk? Find a way to write him out. Okay. <laughs> you know, what about uh, X-Men? Different franchise. Don't worry about it. That's okay. Right. <laughs> That's right. Never, never happened. <laughs> they were not yeah, from New York. In the comic books, it was really 
quite interesting how they dealt with the X-Men because the X-Men were all, you stuck us with a registration act years ago. Well, right. again, it's... We're, it's not, because, we're not going to support it, this because we think our own registration act is a huge mistake. Right. Because but, writers have to know, free not, their way how, how not, not to have them involved. We're not getting involved here. Because the writers have to come up with a reason of... Yep. Uh, so how do we stop this? Because seriously, dudes, this is... Yeah. Like, Magneto. Uh, yeah, okay, we'll just write him out somehow. Yeah, luckily Magneto doesn't exist in this universe. Yeah. Much, well, because mutants don't exist. Right, right? exactly. Just in humans. Yeah. So, but that, that's where the, the shows I've that, been watching. Right? Right? So, even though I know Ant-Man is in the cinematic and he will be part of the Captain America... Well, he fought against Falcon. He's, no, he's going to be part of the... the and uh, he'll be in part... Uh, in, uh, he is in Civil War. Civil War. War. Yeah. I... To me, it was one of the weaker storylines. Yeah, but it's, it's meant to be a fun heist movie, which is what it was—a fun heist movie. The, the first half to me was it was, I couldn't get past. It was Iron Man all over again. The first yeah, part you, you always I get fixated on silly little pieces or little it was, facts. But you, and know, you that, agree that it's, it's Iron Man. Whatever, it doesn't make a difference if it's Iron Man or not. Iron Man was a fantastic movie. I still disagree. No, I mean like Iron Man, the whole stuff with. The company was completely different no, than an Ant-Man. Dwayne, it was exactly the same, just a little bit of minor changes. Instead of his partner, it was his mentor. Instead of Tony Stark, it was the older Howard Stark. But it's basically the same story. Same. Same. Look, you've got, in Iron Man, you have Tony Stark coming to a revelation while he's in Afghanistan mm. because... He sees firsthand how his weapons of Harry Pym has a revelation. No, Pym was already there. No, no. Dwayne, he had the revelation early on. kept it to himself right from the start. But that that was was his revelation. It was not a revelation. It was like, we will not use this. kept it to himself right from the start. So instead of staying, booting Stark out of the company because I'm not selling weapons anymore and I'm screwing over all my plans and all this stuff. Go online. Everyone's... Goes, well, that's is Iron Man. But it's the whole same idea. Because there's a company involved that the guy's not in charge of, therefore it's the same. No, no. A mentor or the partner takes over, kicks out the guy. That's what happened. You know, in, in Pym Industries, he got kicked out by his mentor yeah. who took over but the company this, and who's also developing the same technology this. as the guy who invented it. And he decides, so let's put the technology on myself. It, that's Iron Man. But why does that matter? Who cares? I, it's just like it's done it. completely differently. But it's, it's certainly nowhere near is, the amount they ripped off Episode Four for The Force Awakens. So I mean, but again, all of that is irrelevant. It doesn't matter that it's exactly the same as Iron Man. Who cares? I. It, to me, it's just Did you like Iron Man? Not as. No, I liked it. It was still not the. I've never liked Iron Man as a hero. That's my. Well, problem. there you go. I've never liked Iron so Man. So you're biased against Iron Man, which yeah. then colors your liking of this movie. Okay, so you were not its target audience. Done. No, yeah. Discussion over. There's no need to go on about it. No, I didn't have a problem with Paul Fair Rudd, enough. though. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is fantastic. I thought he did a good job. Yeah, he, he's such a, a good actor. Some people were like, oh, Paul Rudd didn't work. No, he worked well. Like, and I loved his crew. His crew was awesome. Yeah. The Russian dude who actually oh, okay. was Russian. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, this is where I have an issue with movies with computers and all mm. that sort of stuff because it's like, Okay, um, you're not going to break in with a laptop through the thing. No, 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 no. Don't get me started. My wife is a huge fan of Criminal Minds, 
Oh god. Have you ever watched that show? No. Yes, it's horrid. It's horrid. Computers as magic? Yeah. I give you Penelope Garcia? <laughs> yeah. And all the other thing to do is, oh, so, we're going to no. destroy the servers. So I had to. Uh, what's it going to do? There's still a text. Like, it's not like the text, put the information on the computer and then go, oh, my mind's clear. I have no idea what happened. All the text and the guy will still have the friggin' information. They'll be able to redevelop the yeah, technology. But you, what you forget is they were in the building with an employee. Oh, they all blow it. And then this was, I was like, okay, destroying the servers isn't going to get rid of LD. But it, it's not just the servers, though. They destroyed the whole building. So all of the technology that he had created in order to reproduce this thing, that's all lost as well. Yeah, but sure, it might yeah. be this mine, but it would set him back a decade. It set him back a long, long time. But not that much. He would still be able to redevelop it. But he'd need to redevelop it. Uh, I'm sure Hydra would be willing to, you know... I'm sure they would. They're willing to pay for it. They'd be like, hey, we've got labs. Bring your guys on. And, no, this is where it's like, okay, uh, dude, just because you got rid of the servers in the backup, most backup servers aren't in the same fucking building. That, that actually is true. <laughs> it's, most backup servers are in a yeah. but no, different no, freaking no, location. Forget, forget ever having logical computer stuff. The yeah. only time... I've ever seen computers done right in anything. Obviously, the movie Hackers. That is the yeah. movie, but only for part of it. Right. Because towards the start, you have guys dumpster diving yeah. for where people wrote down their passwords. Yes, right. 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 social engineering. Right. All that stuff. All that. Yes, that would all actually work. Right. Yes. But that was only part. Yeah. And then they <laughs> and then the next part. Crazy. And it's completely <laughs> insane. And yet. One of my favorite movies. Well, oh, it's still a lot of fun. One of the ones I liked was uh, Crot did one about what real life hacking would be yeah. like. And they, there's these two guys with the machine guns. Oh, yeah, we're going to break in. Okay, get on the computer and break into things. Like, okay. So he starts it off. <laughs> Are you done yet? Dude, it's, it's still booting. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. They're at the, the elevators. Break in and, and take over the other systems. Uh, no, that, that, that's a different system. That's a yeah. security system. I'm, I'm going to break into the network. You want yeah. me to break into the network for financial files? That's no. But you got to stop all the others. Uh, I I can't. That doesn't work. I, I'm still trying to get into. The, yeah. You know, so that basically yeah. that one, one of my favorites was uh, someone doing a riff on the Independence Day stuff. I was just like. Two minutes. My Mac can't boot up in two minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, for yeah. upcoming stuff, I realized one... Wait, I'm not done yet. Oh, you're not done yet. Oh, I have one more oh. TV show to talk about. Oh, which okay. one? Which one? Uh, again, Hell on Wheels. Once I finished watching all the episodes available for that, the next recommendation that came out of Netflix was Marco Polo. Oh, so now yes. I've started watching Marco Polo about his dealings with Kublai Khan, mm -hmm. the, the youngest or oldest, I guess, son of Genghis Khan. Yes. Because one of his right. brothers is in that as well. Yeah. I watched the first episode of that. Right, so I've also only ago. watched the but first so episode far. so far. In Xanadu, Kublai Khan. It's, uh, uh, it's an interesting show. It's Dome did decree. Yeah. And yeah, there's an awful lot of pleasure going on. Oh, there is. There totally is. <laughs> Marco Polo. And, but it, it deals not only with Kublai Khan himself and his court, but it also deals with the, the, hold, the holdouts of the old Chinese dynasties. They're holed up in this, this town that Kublai hasn't been able to take on. Yeah. They've been there for, I think, ten years at this point, just holding their, in their walled city that, that he's left alone. Yeah, if Kublai hadn't tried to take over Japan so many times, he might have actually been able to do more. He lost a lot of sure. troops when he sent stuff over Japan. Mm. And the... You know, the wave of God, the title <laughs> But yeah, the divine so it, wind, sorry, the it, divine it wind. It looks like an interesting Actually, show. Yeah. I think I will be able to get into it. 
But I, again, I've only watched the first episode so far. Um, but uh, I, I think that's it, though. That's it. But, oh, hold on, video games. Oh, video games. You've been doing so. There's there's a sale going on. Are you, are you actually working, or are you just I, like? I, I swear, <laughs> I do work a full seven hour day. It's just that when he gets home, That's all right. he does is game and watch TV simultaneously. Simultaneously, I can multitask. That's that's the big thing. That's so um, there's a sale going on Steam right now, and uh, I picked up at I think thirty percent off. It was under twenty dollars. This game called uh, Battle Brothers. And in Battle Brothers, you're the uh, leader of a mercenary company, um, or the the remaining few members of a mercenary company that almost gets completely wiped out. And you're then, I don't know what the, the goal is at the moment. I think right now it's just survival. But yeah, so you go to like a nearby city, you build up your troops, um, you train them, you go off and fight, do missions, like you're, you're sent on That's PC, right? It's based on the PC because it's from Steam. Yeah. Um, it's not a graphically intensive game. But you so get Xbox games through and PlayStation games through Steam, can't you? you some if yeah. if they're platform if they're cross-platform yeah. games. Um, but so it's it's a turn-based tactical game where you're looking at a when you go into combat you're looking at a uh, a board. Yeah. And then you have. Uh, little icons that represent your characters, and you move around the thing. It's all hex based, the, the way a traditional uh, turn based um, uh, game is. Yeah. The cool thing about this is uh, you have like basically, um, I don't know how to describe it. It's like a, it's like a chess piece of your character. Oh, really? Which you can you can slightly customize if okay. you want, but it's not like a graphic game where the guy walks and then okay, so strikes the sword. It's, it's like an it's, icon. It's an icon, right? So it's it's not intensive in that, and it's still I think in early development. So that there's still more stuff coming later on. It, it's a it's a really fun game. I, I'm enjoying it so far. Combat is brutal. Oh, yeah. I've had guys get chopped down in like two three hits. So <laughs> the the way it goes is you have your your regular hit points, and then you have armor that you wear, and the armor that you wear has a certain number of hit points too. So you have to go through the armor first to get to the um, the hit points. Yeah. Certain weapons have uh, this is how much damage it does to armor based on its original damage total. Here's how much it soaks through armor, like it, oh, it right ignores right. armor. So if you're using, like, say, a long sword, um, it only does 70% damage to armor, but 20% of that damage soaks sure. through. Okay. If you're using an axe, it does 110% damage to armor oh, right. and still does, like, a, a 8 10% through armor. And then it also does additional damage if you have a shield. So, oh. <laughs> so much like in Pendragon, yes. if you have yeah. a shield, it, it blocks the axe, shields. But the axe would go, that's nice. I, yeah, I, I do, exactly. I, meant to I like your wooden shield. Smack, there it goes. Yeah. It's gone. Oh, we talked about the, the Final Kingdom last. Because La, the axe, last Kingdom, yeah. yes. But yeah, the axe is... Well, so how, in like stilettos. Oh, nice armor. Like, you know, my stiletto is designed to go through... Actually, here's another thing I want to do. Because of watching uh, Last Kingdom... I'm dying to run a Norse-based Pendragon game. Yeah. I think either I would play in one, but I, ideally I think I would like to run a Norse-based Pendragon campaign. We'll go for that. I think we might be able to get our Pendragon guys to maybe take a pause on our regular Pendragon and game try the... and try just a Norse... I think it would work. Could be interesting. Yep. And, and do um, uh, Land of Giants. Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah. I'll eat the allegory. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, we've, we've tried this before in the past. That's right. Um, I think Bruce. I, I was playing a scald. Yeah. 
And was Bruce running it? Bruce was running okay. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, it's one with the, the eagle and the bird. And right. the, and like, oh, yeah. it's an egg. I'll eat the egg. Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. That, that actually was a fun game. It was. Um, so, yeah. So, I'd like to do something like that again, where, where we start off as, like, um, peasants in a village, and then the local lord decides to go raiding, so we become raiders, and, huh. and then right. you develop from there. That would work. You can, you can run it. Yeah, I think I would like to run that. Yeah. And, and our regular Pendragon game, since it's been going on for such a long time, you've basically been the only person running it yes. for like 15 years in for real life. Yeah. So, it'd be nice to take a break. Yeah, maybe take a break. Yeah, all right. That'd be a bad idea. Yeah. And, uh, so, I think at this point, I'm now done talking about... What's happened? Right. So, do we have any news in rivers? The only thing I... I, I Looked at well besides Captain America, you know Civil well, War. Well, Man of Steel comes out in two weeks. Uh, that's the twenty fifth. No, oh, sorry, uh, Man of Steel Batman two. versus Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Man of Steel two. Um, that's coming out on the twenty fifth, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Daredevil drops this Friday. Yes, that that's, I'm looking forward to. Uh, the news the second uh, I'm looking more forward to that than I am Batman versus Superman. Although, really? I've seen some of the trailers and it's not too bad. Um, the it's an interesting take. I, I'm willing to give it a shot, but I'm looking more forward to Dip, Daredevil, so mm-hmm. I can just like you know, binge watch it. Um, yeah, Daredevil's going to be a lot of fun. I just was reading because I was checking this because I thought I heard the rumor and it's true. Dwayne the Rock Johnson is going to be doing once uh, Big Trouble in Little China mm-hmm. reboot or remake, which is like why Big Trouble in Little China was such a Perfect film. Like, right. It was perfect. You don't need to redo it. Right. You, you just you want to watch Big Trouble in Little China? Just watch it. Just watch it still it. holds up. It still sure. holds up. Like Kurt Russell and all that. It, it, it's perfect. Why do that again? Like there's, I, there's, me off. there's another TV show or a movie that we really liked from like the eighties and nineties that is currently being turned into a TV show, but I can't for life remember what it is. Science fiction, fantasy, uh, or just normal? Similar to uh, Showdown or Big Trouble in Little Tokyo. Big Trouble Little Tokyo? Or Big, tr- Big Trouble Little Tokyo? No, Showdown. Showdown Little, Little Tokyo. Yeah. yeah. Fuck about that movie. That was great. Again, see, if they redid that, would be like, why? Yeah. It worked there's, there's so you... well in the first place. I yeah. mean, it's like the thing. They re- well, they tried the to thing has been redone three times now. Well, no. Don't forget the Twice. Book. They the tried to do a prequel. Okay. Uh, and don't forget the version of the thing that everyone loves is the is the is remake. A remake. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh no, that's true. But you I'm know, just saying so the second remake, however, was terrible. Well, it was a prequel. I wouldn't know. Is that I haven't seen it. sorry prequel? And I'm doing the air quotes because yeah. you can't tell. Sorry. Yeah. But no big trouble, little child. Well, that's because the very first the thing was so so. It wasn't. It was all right. It wasn't great. But big trouble, little China. It hits all the perfect ones. Like it's it's got the comedy, it's got an action, and the thing is, Dwayne Johnson's not gonna be like Kurt Russell. The Kurt Russell character was incompetent in that movie. Like he was the sidekick. That's right. what people don't understand. Right. Right? Like, no, I gotta I gotta say, as soon as you said it, if anyone who could pull that off it would be it would be Dwayne Johnson. I know, but he's got a very goofy charm. Yes. He is not afraid to make fun of himself. Oh, no. Have you guys seen Get Smart? Well, that's Get Smart, actually. Loved uh, him and Get Smart. Get, yes. get Shorty. No, Get Shorty. Too Cool. Get Cool. Or Get Cool. Like, it was Get Shorty was the first one. Yeah, Too Cool was the second. Sec- oh, where he plays the, the gay uh, yes. uh, leg breaker? Yes. Yeah. He did a great job in that. He was Because per- at the end, he's doing a Showtime sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. 
I have no problem. I'm, I'm saying that if anyone can pull off the role where he is the sidekick but doesn't realize it. it you're right. I give you that. Johnson could pull it off. It's yeah. just, I don't see the need for it. There's, there's so no, many other ideas out there. There's, they a lot, could do. there's a lot of stuff I don't see the need for. Yeah. But they're still going to do it anyway. But, I mean, like, would I be chomping at the bit to go out and see a Big Trouble in China remake? No. 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 But I can understand why they do it because it is a cult film. Right. Yeah. Well, no, exactly. Like 30 years old. You know, it it's, it's 32 years yep. since it came out. All 1984. Now, they are adults now with kids. Yep. And the thing is, is that are there a lot of adults out there showing Big Troll China to their kids? No, not as many. It's still a cult film. You better so do it. Possible. You should do it to your daughter when she's old. Oh, I intend to. I've already got her on comic books. Have you yep. got her on Princess Bride yet? No. Okay. You're waiting for she's a bit older. She needs older. to be a little bit older for, yeah. okay. for See that that I know is the only one that if they ever talked about doing redoing the Princess Bride, it'd be like, why? Well there's been talk of them doing a sequel to Princess Bride for a long time. Well that's because there was a sequel to the, the sorry, there was there, a book. There, there isn't. There isn't. As a joke and because William Goldman is a screenwriter no, no, no. and all this stuff. Not the William in... Goldman one, the actual original, because there is actually a book, the original. No, there isn't. <laughs> yes, there is. Sorry, you didn't know that? Yes, there is. No, no, he no. went, he, he. S. Morgan Stern does not exist. <laughs> William Goldman invented him. The whole thing is an exercise in storytelling. Is it right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there is, there is no S. Morgan Stern. So. <laughs> Goldman, as a joke, and to continue the whole metafiction of S. Morgenstern, put in all this thing about, you know, the sequel and how he got rights. And the only thing he could do for, like, the t I believe he first did it for the 20th edition, 20th anniversary edition. Okay. The only, the only thing that he could finally get rights for, because the Morgenstern estate was dithering back and forth and decided they wanted Stephen King to do it. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. But the only thing he could do will be put in the first chapter of Morgan Stern's sequel to The Princess Bride entitled Buttercup's Baby. Okay. But that's it. That's the only thing that exists is this sequel of the sequel is the one chapter that he put in okay. kind of as a bonus material where he kept going with all the meta stuff um, in one of the anniversary editions of The Princess Bride. Okay. Yeah. So it... It doesn't exist. No. But that's another but, one that should never be redone. Right. No. But the thing is, is that unlike, unlike Big Trouble in Little China, there's, there's documented evidence on how much it has grown and how multi-generational it has become. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the stars to this day, you know, I don't, I've never heard Kurt Russell telling tales of people coming up and talking to him about Big Trouble in Little China. Right. Whereas people come up with their kids talking to the main cast members, Manny Patinkin says that he gets it at least once a week. If right. Yeah. Well, that was, sorry, that's only Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Ghostbusters. The remake is coming out soon. The remake yes. is coming out this summer. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to it. Yeah. I, from what I hear, they're literally doing the exact same movie. The, um, well, pretty, uh, Dwayne and I were talking. The trailer, I know you don't like to watch trailers. Mm -hmm. But the trailer for this was trailer I such a letdown. It was everyone's going. It was a very lame trailer. Okay. Like it, it just didn't work for showing the characters yeah. or showing. There, 
Yeah. There are a lot of very talented people behind this remake. Yeah. And I find it difficult to believe that that trailer is the indicative best of their talent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But then again, you know, like trailers are usually put together by studios. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, the Prometheus trailer looked good, and then we saw the movie. <laughs> the Star Wars trailer looked good, and then we saw the movie. But trailers are an art, right? There's, a, there's an art to there's like, an art to I it. prefer, I've always preferred teasers to trailers, because I want to be, I don't want to see the most of the movie. I don't want to see all the parts of the movie. Like, that's a lot of days yeah. nowadays, you go, oh, I've seen well, most of the movie. I don't have to go see it anymore. Right. One of the things I appreciate about the Captain America trailers is that that is not the case. Even with the full trailers, yeah, there's still a lot where I'm going, okay, I don't know how they got there, I don't know how they got there, yeah. I don't know what's happening here, I want to find out about all of this. Right. Yeah. What I've heard so, of the uh, Superman, Batman vs. Superman movie is that the trailer pretty much gives the entire beats of the plot line. There's yeah, no reason I, to see the movie if I you would, see the trailer. I would agree with that. I still want to see... The whole reason I want to see Batman v Superman is I want to see Wonder Woman. Yeah. Right. I, I want, I, have you seen the thing on Facebook? Because they're showing 2016, the year that superheroes can't get along. Yeah. But, but supervillains can't. Yeah. Because <laughs> Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, um, that's the movie I'm looking most forward to really? all summer. Suicide Squad. I don't know. More than Captain America 3. Well, Civil War 1... Well, it's pretty dark, though. Whereas... Well, Suicide Squad looks also, far I'm more fun. Are they going to kill off Captain America like they did in the Civil War? Right, right. In that's the, the that's the big one. But although Chris Evans is signed on for I think for two more the, movies in the aftermath of Civil War, yeah. And but yeah, the Suicide Squad looks really interesting. I'm I'm more interested in what's going to happen with Iron Man. To be honest. With you. Well, because I don't think we'll see they, another Iron Man. They well because they all they had to extend. Danny's contract mm -hmm. to even get him into Civil War. Right. Back a whole bunch of money. He is not signed for Infinity War nope. Parts 1 and 2. Right. Nope. And that, you know, so I find myself wondering. Well, and since the problem where it happens, how, the difference between how comics are, and. How are we going to deal with Iron Man? Yeah. Like, what's happening there? The interesting thing is, is that, I mean, Downey has said, you know, he's. He's still interested. I mean, like, it's not that he's sick of the character or anything like that. I thought but he was he's done. Not, no. He's backtracked on that. Okay. He's, yeah. he's basically said that under the right circumstances, he would even do an Iron Man 4. Really? Well, because Iron Man 3 didn't work well. But, yeah. But, 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 but I, I and, liked the way they did the Mandarin, though. Really? But uh, I, I'm, I'm not a huge Mandarin fan to begin with. So yeah. the fact oh. that they did him as a construct of someone yeah. else hiding behind and the scenes. I, and I that told, totally worked for me in, in today's age. There, there is one of the Marvel shorts, I think it's not, it's not on Age of Ultron. It might be on uh, Winter Soldier. Okay. But one of the Marvel shorts that they keep putting on their Blu-ray is uh, called Hail to the King. Yeah. It has Ben Kingsley in prison as Trevor Slattery. Okay. Now, see, when you say Hail to the King, there's only one person that responds oh, to it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Here it goes. Get it in. We can't have an episode without you we talking can. about I'm Bruce saying, Campbell. We can't. Hail to the King. That is Bruce yeah, Campbell. Don't blame me. That's what they called it. I know. Just... <laughs> also, but apparently it's... that's an excellent TV show. Hail to the King. Or no, the, 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 uh, the, the Bruce Campbell Bruce one. Campbell I wish. Is, I already, that already renewed. Yeah, no, yeah. exactly. But yeah. it is, it's not on Show Me. It's not it's, on Netflix. It's hard to find in Canada without 
searching through torrent sites of dubious quality. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, so I'm hoping for the DVD to come out soon because I will pick that up. Yeah, yeah I think but, that's one you definitely. But learned. anyway, like I like I said, I think I mentioned yeah. it one time before. Towards the end of that, Slattery discovers the Mandarin is real. Right. The Mandarin is not happy that, he's that his, his legend was like the Mandarin is Kaiser Soze. Okay. Yeah. And he is not happy that you know this pipsqueak British tech actor, guy, right. you know, decided to use his legend for yeah. his for their purposes. Right. He's not happy. Yes. So, so there, there, there's a potential to introduce the real Mandarin. Yeah. There is. Okay. Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah. But I can understand why they did what they did, because the Mandarin, just because of his origins, mm -hmm. the Mandarin has problems for a modern audience. Oh yes, yes. yes. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. But myself, I think Civil War. I'm looking forward to the most. Okay. Uh, followed by probably X Men: Age of Apocalypse. Uh, I think it'll be. I think it'll be fun. It's actually, it, it probably will be okay. It will be. Um, followed by Suicide Squad. Okay. Like I don't have much of a an attachment to the Squad characters. I've never been as much of a DC guy as mm. I am a uh, Marvel guy. And you know, it looks like it could be fun, mm -hmm. yeah. but it all depends. I'm. I'm willing. Like I said, I have no problem with people like oh Ben Affleck being Batman. I have no problem. No, with that. it doesn't bother me at all. No. It's more of the, can they do the story? Is it going to be like Dark Knight? Or something else? It looks dark. It looks very dark. dark. Uh, Wonder Woman, yes. The, obviously the hero in Doomsday uh, and everything. Yeah. Well, see, the fact that Doomsday is in it and people know about it, I think that's the biggest spoiler and they should have totally kept that. They should never have let that out. No. No, you're right. They and I wish I hadn't heard that Doomsday was in it. No, because it's, it seems like Zod. But you know what? It, it totally makes sense why they would bring Doomsday in because that's the only thing that would stop this fight between Batman and Superman and force them to have to team up and force them to put together the Justice League. Yes. Like, it makes sense. No, no, you're right. But why, you but know, why would you let that out? Yeah. Keep that as the closest guarded secret yeah. and then have that be the shock surprise when you finally end theaters. Oh, no, yeah, I agree with you. That, that would have been much more surprising and the audience would have loved that mm -hmm. as opposed to oh now we're waiting for you know we're now we're just waiting for the time when doomsday shows up right on the to, to stop the fighting yeah through an external source not because they've resolved anything between no. them well that's unclear that's the the timing of it is unclear hmm. so we'll see nah i don't i i don't believe that doomsday will actually show up as they are still slugging it out. Well, you I think, believe, you think I believe there it. will be a resolution before you, that. Really? No, because yes. Wonder Woman shows up while they're fighting, and there's a third person. There's another no, thing that's happening. No, if you take if you take a look at, I haven't seen yeah. any of the trailers. Anyways, I'm so. not gonna I'm not gonna talk about. It is my personal belief mm -hmm. that there will be some sort of a resolution, and from mm. what I've seen in the trailers. That is why Doomsday shows up in the first place. No, I, I'm because there is some kind of resolution. No, I'm, I'm I'm going with the Devrim here that Doomsday will be the catalyst. I think that will be the catalyst to, to stop them from fighting each and other, then they'll, they'll and then they'll force them to 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 tackle this common enemy. It's, it's, it's the that, kind of thing that from that they'll they'll resolve their own issues from the let's fight the common enemy. Right. That's where they'll help resolve their own issues. Really, if we'll you see. think about it, 
that kind of the the conflict between Batman and Superman is kind of like the conflict between, say, America and China or the yes. Middle East or whatever. Everyone has very very strong views about their point of view, and no one wants to compromise. And really, if humanity is ever going to come together as a whole, we're going to have to have some sort of external oh, influence. The Watchmen. No, 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 I'm not talking <laughs> no, Watchmen. I'm talking no, that, like Alien Invasion. That's the Watchmen. So, that's, dude, that's the Watchmen. That's Watchmen. Okay. Yes. That in, in the original graphic novel, Russia and America are heading towards nuclear war. Right, right. The only the only stopping point for a while is is Doctor Manhattan. Right. When he leaves, nuclear war be, seems unenable. Until inevitably, inevitable, yes. Until. <laughs> They do the whole... Oz- Ozymandias yeah. engineers an external threat. Right. Yeah, in, aliens. In the, in, the, in the actual series, it's aliens. Yeah. And yeah, so that's where the whole idea, like, oh, we have to be, you know, a common humanity yes, versus exactly. enemy. Exactly. And, but, and I totally see that that being a way to resolve this conflict. Well, that's a big thing. In, in, in superheroes, they always do that, right? It's sure. like, oh... I meet you, I don't know who you are, so we must fight. And right. then we realize, oh, we have you know very similar ideas. Right. But again, in the whole thing, it'd be like Hawkeye teaming up with Thor. Hey, let's be a team! <laughs> what do you bring to this exactly? <laughs> I fly, I have lightning, I'm invulnerable, yeah. I'm a god, I can lift battleships. I have a bow and arrow. <laughs> uh, okay. I have people skills. <laughs> Go you. But no, the thing, the thing is, is that with movies, you have a very limited time frame mm-hmm. and can only tell a certain type of story. And limited budget to do the um, mass. In the comics, the ability to add in a whole lot of different situations illustrates the value in having different skill sets, even if the power levels don't match up. Yeah. Sure. But then again, comics have also done some of the silliest and stupid storylines you can imagine. Of course. But the thing is, is that you're talking, part of that is the sheer amount of material. Well, like, no, exactly. You're doing, that's, at the very least, 12 stories a year. Right. Well, that's where, for me, Over like, 30 least, years. That's why 12 parts And I can say before, story. I've never liked Superman because of the fact that most, when I was growing up, he could do anything. Yep. Yep. The only thing to stop him was... Magic mm-hmm. or kryptonite. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so like again, also the thing is like I understand like yes, I would love to see a full Avengers movie or crossovers, but budgetary wise is where it comes in. Yeah. Actors need to be paid. I have yeah. no problem with that. Actors need to be paid for doing their job. Yeah. And, and they need to be paid in a, a reasonable proportion as to how much money they are bringing. Well, hey, because like, again, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm mentioning Bruce Campbell again, but he had this really good one where he's talking about one of the movies he did. He's like, okay, yes, we seem to have made this amount of money, but once you you break down how much production costs were, mm-hmm. all this other sort of thing, so in two years, I made ninety thousand yeah. dollars. That's what he brought home. Right. Ninety thousand dollars after two years. That's not. That's forty five k a year. That's not a lot of money. That, yeah, but Bruce Campbell level of pay versus no, but, but Tony is, Stark. But that, um, Robert Downey Jr. But that is the average, though. But that's what you're looking at. That's what most of the people make. They're not making millions of dollars a year. They're making... I mean, like, I I enjoy keeping track of the Canadian television and film industry. More of the Canadian television industry than the film industry. Mm -hmm. And that. And, you know... Does Canada have a thriving film industry? 
It does. It does. It does. Although it's mostly in Quebec. Yeah. Okay. But the thing is, and though, again, it, a it, lot it, of it is for international productions. Yes. Okay. And that, like, uh, especially as the dollar has slid back down yeah, again yeah. and stuff, there's a lot of very skilled crews operating mm. in the three major centers of Vancouver, Toronto, and Montreal. Right. There's also a surprising amount of skill available in the secondary locations, such as Halifax or even Ottawa. And also, not just forget the locations themselves. Vancouver yeah. and Toronto yeah. filled in for how many cities? Oh, absolutely. And there Alberta, is? for wilderness stuff, most of The Revenant, the, yeah. the recent award-winning film, was filmed in Alberta. Yeah. And that. So there's, there's, there's a lot of skill. Canadian actors, unfortunately, aren't really becoming A-list with no. with some notable exceptions once they move to the states. Yeah. Right. Well, they have no choice. They have no yeah, choice. They're not they're not making the huge no. money here unless of course, you know, a lot of them who are moved to the states for a bit and then came back. Right. Yeah. Like for example, Stephen Amell, who headlines Arrow, which is shot around Vancouver, mm -hmm. yeah. is from Toronto. Yeah. The really? thing is, is he yeah. went to the States and they got hired on an American production right. that shoots in Canada. Right. I'm sure Mr. Amell is doing quite well for himself. I'm sure. You know, since his show but has it, been but renewed again, yet again. Yeah, but, but again, it's, you're not sure how long. Yeah. The, right? C, the CW, by the way, just in, since we're in the news portion, the CW has renewed just about everything. Good. 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 And so, because they've all been stellar so, successes. Yeah. So, Supernatural has been renewed for a 12th season. I don't, see, I don't know about that one. Making it making it the longest-running show on the network going back to when it was the WB, yeah. Yeah. beating out the previous title holder, which was 7th Heaven. Was yeah. it not Smallville? No. no. 7th Seven Heaven, Heaven went for 11, Smallville yeah, okay. went for 10. See, this yeah. is where, like, I'm not sure if Supernatural can do 12 seasons, because what is there left to do? I thought that years ago. That's yeah. one reason why I gave up on it. Yeah. No, but see, but they, I got, at least Supernatural built up. They, they built up, it was the demons, and then after the demons, there was a whole thing of the heaven and hell, and then yep. the purgatory, and then, yep. you know. What's left. Yeah. yeah but so. Any, but yeah, so. See, this is where I like Buffy. You and I like yeah. Buffy. Because there was a plan. There was so many seasons. I mean, okay. Got weird when the five and six when they weren't sure what's going on. Well, right. Originally, he had written it for only five seasons. Six and seven were because of I guess fans didn't want it to end, and the the network was still willing to go well, for five, it. Well, five, no, five. He was he 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 hoped for more, but five was he did it because he wasn't sure if he's getting renewed or not. No, but at the end of five is when he kills Buffy. Yes, because he wasn't sure if he's being renewed or not. He wasn't sure what was happening. It was a whole of yeah. I don't know what's going he, on. Okay. So that's so why he killed he, her. He believed he, that having his lead sacrifice herself to save the world, and especially her sister, mm -hmm. was an appropriate way for the character to go out. Yeah, absolutely. That, that, that's a it perfect was. ending. But and also, really, realistically, but, it should have ended there. That, but the thing is because also, six and seven, he got, wasn't sure how if he was going to be picked up. So he right. said, "If I'm not sure if I'm going to be picked up, I will end it in a proper way." Mm -hmm. Whereas, like. Babylon 5, they rushed it because they were like, oh, maybe we'll get another season or right. not, and they... Well, mm, no, like, he, like, Strelinsky was fairly certain he was being cancelled. Yeah, so he... So, the final, the final episode of Babylon 5 was shot during the fourth season. Yeah. Secrets of... Secrets really? Of, Secrets yeah. in Light was shot in the fourth season. It's easy to tell because Claudia Christian 
has a large role. Right. And she left the show after the fourth season. Okay. Yeah. And that. But. Um, Why did she leave the show? Um, contract dispute. Really? Yeah. It's too bad. But, um, you know, to this day, still one of my favorite series ending episodes of all time. Yeah. Secrets of Life. Well, it's like, that's why we don't you like, know. that's why Angel ended such weird way, because they weren't. Well, no, no, they planned that. Like, that was completely planned. Like, it was just like, you know, the fight. They yeah, took yes. down both from her heart. The fight. No, continues. no, but they wanted. They, they were knew hoping, they were canceled. Yeah, but they were hoping that they. they I know they knew they were canceled, but they they're knew like they were canceled. Yeah, you know, and I liked the ending of Angel. A lot of people didn't. I know, but I liked it. But see, season five Buffy ended better than season seven. Absolutely. Well, yeah. sorry. Season six was the one of. Uh, well, season six was when she went basically crazy because. She gave up herself, she sacrificed, yeah, and then got dragged, dragged out of heaven. Although, back although out of heaven. season six has one of the better episodes going, the musical was one of the... the musical was great. It was Love the musical. overrated. No, it's actually a very well done one. I'm sure it is. Yep. It's still overrated. I love the musical. Yep. But, I uh, prefer the Angel uh, Puppet episode. Oh, oh yes. the that was hilarious. Yes, that was... That was the ben best. Edlund, creator of the tech. Yep. Was it really? Oh, yes. He's the way I wrote Smile Time. Speaking so of good. speaking of news, I'd almost forgotten. The tech the tech action. pilot is going ahead. Okay, good. good. Patrick Warburton is no longer involved. What? Oh, that's too bad. Why not? He is the tech. He's perfect for it. Why don't they just do it animated? I forget don't know. live action. Like this, this is just what I've heard. But they have started casting for it. But they Patrick Warburton is. He was perfect for it. He, he really was. was. I know. The chin. They've, the deadpan delivery. They they have cast Arthur. And they have cast Arthur's sister, Dawn. Like, those are the two that yeah. they have cast so far for the pilot. What I really dislike is that this is going to be an Amazon pilot, meaning seeing it in Canada oh, as a royal pain in the Yes, it's going to be, oh, God. But again, you know, why not? I mean, like, um, I, I've mentioned before that I follow a bunch of Canadian film and television folks on Twitter. Yeah. It's one of the main things I do on Twitter. One of them is a guy named Ennis Esmer. I got to know his work through a Canadian show called The Listener that I've also mentioned before. Yeah. Um, Esmer is currently on an Amazon show. I can't remember what it's called at the moment. It's set in the 80s at a country club. He plays a kind of sleazy tennis pro and everything like that. Um, <laughs> okay. The show has gotten great reviews. Um, he has a supporting role, but it's garnered some, made a lot of reviewers reviewing the pilot, yeah. mentioned him as a standout, all this stuff, and he was flogging it quite regularly, yeah. and all this stuff, and his friends, so I was getting it from multiple sides of my Twitter feed, because a lot of his friends in the industry I also follow on Twitter, <laughs> and stuff, and so I would replied, I, I, I replied, and the reply got retweeted a few times, I go, I'd love to watch and support it. But I can't, because mm -hmm. I'm Canadian. I'm Canadian. Yep. <laughs> oh, actually, that's what I forgot. Better Call Saul. I watched that on Netflix. I've heard amazing things. If I'd ever gotten into Breaking Bad, I'd probably be more interested. Yeah, it's well done. It's it's, it's, it's not the same thing as Breaking Bad, because it's not the same and characters. It, it is a prequel. Prequel. It's, so it's, it's, it's how not Saul point. becomes Saul. Yes, right. exactly. So it's, it's interesting. I, I like it. So it, it, it looks incredible. I think that's it for... Uh, I don't really have any other news or rumors to talk about. Um, there's there's something I will eventually start talking about, but that I, I'm not authorized. Oh, you that as a teaser? 
There's uh, something I'll start talking about, but not now. Yeah, well, I, I'm still... Tune in next week. I'm still in negotiation on a role that I'll be playing in a network that's being released to replace um, uh, a podcast that's kind of going out. Anyway, I, I'm, I'm not authorized to talk about it yet, but... I may be on more podcasts coming up. Is what cool. I'm saying. Right on. <laughs> Other than the two that I already wrote. Oh, and you're heading off to. Uh... Oh yes, I'm going to Adepticon at the end of the month. Um, oh. That's going to be super fun. I'll try to get another episode of uh, or another um, uh, podcast recorded there, like I've done the first two years. I didn't get one done last year. I guess that would have been years two and three. Then I didn't get one done in year four, and hopefully now in year five, I'll I'll get another one done. Yeah. But if everything goes according to plan, I may be going to Adepticon on a company's dime, oh, not really? my own. Yeah. Nice. I may be a um, uh, doing like industry um, uh, interviews with yeah. like Dan Abnett. No. Uh, on, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, He'd be a fun guy to talk to. Oh my god, I would love to. Dan, like, I've heard a lot of his interviews, and he is super funny, down to yes. earth, but really easy to get along with. But get him to go back to God's Ghost. Fuck all the other stuff. Go back to God's Ghosts. <laughs> I'd love, to, I'd love to discuss his uh, comic stuff for Marvel. Sure, yeah, he's so, wait, because there's so much that he's done outside of just 40k that people forget about his his other stuff. Yeah. No, that's yeah, that's it's cool. Yeah, well, his 40k, like he's doing a whole bunch more because, like I said, in the last one where he, he actually did one of the books mm -hmm. on this new series, mm -hmm. and that which is he's a great writer. He's an amazing. I, I writer. love it, but. I want him to go back to God's Coast because those were my favorite series. I know you're more the Space Marines guy, but yeah. I, I like the uh, the Guard stuff because it shows the grinder that is the, the Guard yeah. and how humanity is just stopgap being the you know the, the, the little finger of the dike thing mm -hmm. against the chaos. And what do we throw against it? Millions and millions of guards yeah. just watching it through the grinder. Although I like that how they're a specialist unit. They're not frontline infantry yes. and then someone tries to use them as There's frontline front infantry and they're yeah. like no we, we're not doing this no, 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 yeah. this is not we're not meant to be yeah. exposable or uh, expendable, expendable. we, we, we are, are highly trained specialists yeah they are so, speaking of cons, since we're on the news and stuff, Comic -Con. the guest Comic -Con. list for Ottawa Comic Con continues It's getting to be better. Um, yep. Faith is going to be in it. Um, yeah, Eliza, Eliza Dushku yeah. is going to be there, so that's really cool. Uh, Arthur Darville, who played uh, Rory on Doctor Who, right. and is currently uh, starring as Rip Hunter in DC's Legends of Tomorrow, right. He's is gonna going to be there. And so, the thing is, is that the guest of honor is Karen Gillan, who yeah. played Amy Pond. And so they will be teaming up for a Q&A. That's going to be And awesome. for autographs and all that stuff. So I'm really looking I forward to that. I Amy Pond. Oh, uh, you know, I, I have a huge crush on Karen Gillan. I think she's amazing. And that, um, also from Legends of Tomorrow, Katie Lotz, who plays White Canary. Oh, nice. Uh, who's White Canary? Um... Uh, she started off as just the canary mm -hmm. on Arrow, blonde. Because there's no black the canary. I know black canary. What's yeah. on black Arrow? Canary is on Arrow, the character. Oh, really? On okay. Arrow, the character was referred to simply as the canary. The canary. Yeah. Um, she died. Mm -hmm. Her sister took on the role and as the black canary, which made sense because the sister's civilian ID always matched up to black canary in the comics anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, in a storyline on Arrow. They use a Lazarus pit to bring uh, the Sarah original. Lance, the canary, back to life. 
and at her sister's suggestion, as she's trying to move past her her status as an assassin yeah. and all this stuff and emphasize the light in her in her personality makeup and all that stuff. Um, she's now wearing a white uniform and refers and is referred to as the White Canary, although not a lot of code names happening no. as a whole in DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Right. They tend to refer to each other as their names. Right. Yeah. But uh, so she's Which would actually there. make more sense oh, when yes. you're talking about a group yeah. talking you know to other. each other. They yeah. wouldn't talk to each other in their yeah. superhero identities. No. They'd know who they're Exactly. Their so, Wait, uh, Superman is Clark Kent? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, I think I might have mentioned last time Alan Tudyk is going to be yep, there, he's from, be there. Yep. from Firefly, John Delancey, John Rhys Davies, you know, Lou Ferrigno. Oh, yeah, that's. And the latest announcement, which I, I, I think is really pretty cool, I'm looking forward to it Ming Na Wen yeah. from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, and oh, other really? places. Yeah. Oh, and many, many, many other places. Everything from ER to Stargate Universe and back again. But uh, Wasn't she also in... Um, oh, what's that uh, Chinese movie with Chang and Fat? Uh, no. She was She was not in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Was she not in Crouching Tiger? No, no that's oh. Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh, okay. Yeah, it was yeah. also done with Jack There is a and Netflix stuff. sequel to that, by yes. the way. Yes, yeah. So yeah. I think it's dropped already. Yeah, no, it's sure. still there. It's still there. No, it dropped as in it's, oh, it's in there. been released. It's, yeah, it's, it's been on for about a couple weeks now. Yeah. So That was one of the ones I was looking at to watch recently, but I was like, okay, I got cut off some other ones. It's like Jason Streetham is on a new one. Yeah, and... Finishing off also in the category of rather attractive Asian women, Tia Carrere um, is going to be at Comic Con. Sure, really? Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Which is I find interesting because the only genre thing she really did was the syndicated Relic Hunter show, right. and that was quite a while ago. And dodgy at best. <laughs> and, uh, yes, dodgy at best. Yeah. Um, I don't think I ever. I don't think I ever even watched a full episode. Uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of. A, a Tia Carrera, but I'm a huge fan of Asia Carrera, who's a uh, Asian yes, porn star. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, you just had to go there, right? Why not? Uh, but I think that's no. it. For... I've actually read about her a little bit. The interesting thing about her Tia is Carrera? that she, no, oh, Asia, Asia Carrera. Carrera. Okay. Um, unbelievably intelligent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Member of Mensa, mm-hmm. and that like. I've I've listened to interviews of her talking about the, the the stuff that she does outside of that one aspect of her life. Well, given, and yeah, she's given, given the brain power she's capable of. Well, it's like most people don't realize me. Dolph Lundgren's a freaking chemical engineer. Chemical yeah. engineer, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and actually, also the big thing is he like he's also been doing movies for a production company and other stuff. So, yeah, working actor. Which is an accomplishment in and of itself. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's again, he's not making yeah. huge amounts but, of money. Uh, I'm just going to go back briefly, finish the point. Oh. Like, working in the Canadian TV and film industry mm-hmm. and stuff, generally these guys are middle class and right. mostly lower right. middle class and yep. stuff. And they're doing you it for love. You have folks like uh, Yannick Besson, who is the lead on one of the most successful Canadian TV shows today, uh, Murdoch Mysteries, mm. and he's still taking other work, yep. including like uh, Pitchman for 
uh, Scotiabank, I think he was <laughs> yep. doing. He's either Scotiabank or TD. But yeah, and I mean, like he is, he is the lead on an 18 episode a season Canadian TV show, right? Which is doing you well, know? but the money is just not there, unfortunately. Is that show still going? Oh yeah, Murder yeah. Mysteries, absolutely. Is it really? It's got oh, to be yeah. what ten well, years. Yeah, um, just finishing up season nine. Okay. We'll be finishing up season nine this spring. Um, really interesting success story there because it was on Rogers. It was on City TV for five years. Hmm. Rogers canceled it. Yeah. Really? And the producers shopped it to CBC, and the CBC was going, yeah, that's a great fit for us. Mm-hmm. Promptly picked it up, and the ratings have only gone up. It is... I'm not sure if it's the most successful Canadian drama on TV, but it wow. is certainly one of one of the um, close to a million viewers or more every week. The new episode airs, and that it's one of my favorites. Um, I'm caught up on it. I'm not caught up on a lot of shows, but right. I am up to date on Murder Mysteries. Okay, so you recommend it? I do. I do. It's a lot of fun. It is absolutely a lot of fun, and they they play a lot with the historical setting. And they reference modern stuff in the historical setting. Okay. And yeah. that in a fairly magical way. Sherlock Holmes on there. Pardon? They had Sherlock Holmes. Oh, sorry. They've, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Yes, they have had Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. They right. have also had Sherlock Holmes. Yes. Uh, As a separate person. Yes. yes. Uh, okay. Basically, um, a mentally ill individual who adopted the Holmes persona. Okay. But who has the skills to back it up. Okay. <laughs> so... Yep. So yeah, and no, just been yeah. I'm I'm a big fan of Murdoch Mysteries. Okay. So yeah, so I'm looking forward to Ottawa Comic Con. I have my ticket. Probably it this week. Yeah, I haven't even looked into it. Yeah. yeah. So now I just need to. Uh, you went full VIP, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll uh, see if it's now, worth it. Like my my one complaint the last the last time I went, I've been twice before. Mm-hmm. Last time I went, it was just hard to get into the stuff I wanted to get into. Right. Um, VIP only really helps with the main hall, mm-hmm. but that's still a big thing. So I figured, why not? Yeah. And you know, it's not on Mother's Day weekend, so I don't think yeah, my wife will kill me for vanishing. This, I think this is the first time it's not on Mother's it's Day. It's just weekend. a it's a quirk of the calendar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mother's Day falls before the second weekend in May, right. and it's the second weekend in May that they have booked. Yeah. On a consistent basis yeah. with the Ernst Young Center. I think that's it then. I think that's about it. I don't it's have anything else to talk it. about. Yeah. It hasn't been long, let me check. It's been fairly long. Uh, oh, yeah, just a little over two hours. Yeah. And wow. I, don't think, I don't think there's much that we need to cut out of this. Yeah. No, we haven't had like, any we, blind we, alleys or we breaks. Went, yeah, we went in a bit in depth on a number of things yeah. and stuff, but uh, yeah. Yeah, so thank you for joining us. Thanks, guys. Um, for episode 48, yep. and uh, we'll see you next Thanks time. Soon.